This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> My beautiful screamers, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 243, and tonight, the countdown to Halloween Potathon continues. We're almost there. It's almost Halloween, everybody. Not yet. We still got quite a few shows to go through and quite a bit of money to raise. What? Wait, wait, what are you talking about? What money? Well, okay, the Countdown to Halloween Patathon is a fundraiser to raise money to help support New Alternatives, which is an organization in New York City which helps get homeless LGBT teenagers off the street, not just tonight, but for good. And for this episode, coming back to the show. Our two returning guests who always, always make quite a splash. It always gets crazy when they're here. Who knows what's going to happen? If you don't know who they are, I'll give you a few hints. They're a married couple. They're from California. I was in Las Vegas with them in April. And they are affectionately known to the podcasting world as Boob Girl. And Mr. Scott. And when you put two people like that together, what do you find out? You find out that everybody loves the Mighty Mighty Boob Tones. That was a joke that had one of them on the floor. They're both laughing like crazy. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about Allison Nowacki and Brian Polk. Yes, they're back. And we are here to talk about Dr. Giggles. Yeah, we haven't had enough crazy doctors in the roster this week, so we have room for one more, although he's not really a doctor, but we'll get into that. Before we go any further, normally this is where I start to take care of business about new alternatives, but I have to tell you something. Well, a couple of things. First of all, this episode is super long. I put an intermission in the middle of it. That's how long it is. It's tons of fun, but we somehow managed to talk about Dr. Giggles for a very, very long time. Plus, you also get some details about the Las Vegas trip. and that so It's chock full of fun, but here's the thing. I hurt myself podcasting, and I've hurt myself pretty badly. How did you manage to do this, Patrick? Well, I'll tell you. I was editing the segment... And I was futzing. I was doing whatever I was doing at my desk. And, you know, I've been here for hours, so I'm like, my my back is hurting, my butt's asleep, and whatever maneuver I attempted failed miserably because the rolling office chair that I was sitting on shot out from underneath me. I fell on the floor, landed on my tailbone, and banged my head. My back is in agony right now. I'm actually recording this lying down flat in my bed staring at the ceiling. 
And when I edit it, I will uh, I'll have to hook it up to the the, the lap. Uh, I have to hook up the desktop to the TV so I can see it better because I can't sit at the desk anymore. So I'm going to keep this fairly short, as short as I can. There are people that need to be thanked for their donations. We're up to over $600 on the Facebook page and $1,500, I think, about $1,300 on the New Alternatives page. And we're almost there. We're almost to that goal of $2,500. And normally I would be very, very excited. But I'm in a lot of pain. There are people to thank, but I will have to get to it next time. And here's the other thing. I won't be back till Monday. Wait, what? What? You know how I keep talking about synchronicity? How things just keep timing out at the best possible time. So... Me getting hurt, if it had to happen, couldn't have happened at a better time because you might have noticed if you're following the schedule. Tomorrow, we're supposed to be covering Twitch of the Death Nerve, that proto-slasher, the Italian proto-slasher. But what had happened, what was already planned and has already been recorded, Thomas DJ, who was here for the Gargoyles episode, said, I want to help out. What can I do? Would it be cool if I took over the show for an episode and gave you a day off? And I had planned this day off. In advance, I said, you know what? We're getting towards the final push. I'm probably going to need it for the final three days. Why don't I take this Sunday off? And so the fact that I have a whole day to recuperate is brilliant. And the fact that it all just worked out perfectly is even better. Synchronicity. It's a sign. It's a small one. But yeah, I'll thank everybody on Monday. But there is one thing I want to share with you before we start. First of all, if you want to make a donation, and please do that. We are, we are so close to the goal. And your donation will go towards hot meals made with fresh ingredients, home cooked right there on the spot. It will help get them emergency housing Um, transitional housing and possibly even into permanent housing. It will get them HIV tests. It will get them medical care, psychiatric care, job training, job placement, and clothing and shoes. And since it's an absolutely dreadful day out today, it is cold, it is raining, and the wind is howling, it'll get them coats. You can go and donate at Facebook by using the short link bit.ly slash sq potathon. You know, put that dot in between the T and the L in bit.ly, so it's bit.ly slash sq potathon, or go directly to the Facebook, uh, the uh, um, No Alternatives fundraising page with the very long URL, http colon slash slash fundraise.newalternativesnyc.org slash sq. It doesn't matter which one you use, just use one. Use one. Just don't it. Just use it. We'll just use one of them today. That would be cool. But I got a message from someone who has donated. And I want to share. In, in the note with her donation, she just said, you know, initially it was just, you know, hey, oh, I'm sorry. I can't. Sorry. You know, it took me so long to get this in. Blah, blah. Thank you for doing this. Love you. Love the show. I said, great. Thank you. And I thought the conversation was over. But then she said, she added, 
I'm feeling the cause in a much more personal way this year. My youngest daughter recently came out officially. She's been out to me for about a year, though. So when you talk about new alternatives, I think about if I was the kind of person I was raised to be, the kind of mother my very conservative Christian upbringing expected me to be. My daughter might not have felt like she could stay with her family. She might have ended up like the kids your cause is helping. And as a mother, I can't imagine pushing your own child out just because of their sexuality. I'm a mama bear when it comes to my girls. And if anyone gives my baby shit because she likes girls, they are going to hear from me. It breaks my heart into pieces to think of those kids. And I hope we Scream Queens really do make a difference with your potathon. Thank you again. She did ask to remain anonymous because while the daughter is out, she might not appreciate being outed on a podcast, which I totally get and I respect that. But this message, I just want to say that your daughter is so lucky to have you and you are so lucky to have her. What a gift for both of you. Touch me. What she says is true. I mean, the thing that she said that, you know, conservative families are throwing their kids out, that is the leading cause of LGBT teenage homelessness in the United States. The number one cause by far. When your family says no. And I've often talked on this show about how I don't have to say gay because I'm talking from my experience now as a gay man. Many other gay men that I know have had maybe not run away. They haven't had to run away, but they have had to cut out their biological families because of toxicity, because of negativity, or just having to be somebody else when they're around. Finally saying, I can't be. I can't pretend to be what you want me to be anymore. I have to be me and you won't let me be. And you have to, you have to break free from that if you're ever going to be yourself. Either they adapt or you do. That's a basic survival technique and it's not pretty, but it is in its own right a blessing because as a result, you find your second family. You find the people who maybe they're not related to you, but they see you exactly for who you are and they love you because of that, not in spite of that. And I did a recording of the song you're about to hear. I'm, I'm singing on it, oh, one of the voices on it. And the song's been ringing in my head lately, um, as many songs are. And, you know, some people, it's, you know, pop song and it's corny, but it's that song, Home. And lyrics like troubles, they might wear you down you feel lost, you can always be found. And that has been jangling around in my head today because it said you feel lost, you can always be found, but that requires somebody doing the finding. That when you're lost, you often can't get back on the track by yourself. You need somebody to say, hey, I'm over here. Don't follow those people who don't like you. Come with us. Here's your home over here. Or at the very least, point and say that way. Go that way. 
it's really far. Here's $5 to help you get there, whatever, or $21 to help you get there. You know what I'm saying? And whether home is a group of people or it's a building, often you can't do it yourself, and these kids can't do it themselves. And so, you know what, Patrick, shut up. I'm just going to play the song. I'm going to bring on Allison and Brian. We're going to talk about Dr. Giggles, okay? My back hurts. I can't talk anymore. I love you all, but man, this, this, I'm, I'm, the hitch in my voice is half emotion. It's partly emotion, but it's mostly pain right now. So I need to get the show moving. So let's do that. Let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen, home.
Forget the textbooks, the diagrams, the cadavers. This is the real thing. Scalpel. Bigger scalpel. Better. Clean cut through the dermal. Suction. Easy now. Retractor. And cauterize. Just nudge these intestines over to the right. Bone cutter. Uh-oh. Nicked a bit of the liver there. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Pancreas. <laughs> It only hurts when I laugh. What's happening? Jennifer? You are dead. Don't worry. It's just a routine operation. The doctor will see you now. <laughs> so even though it's still early on... In this year's countdown to Halloween Potathon process, my body is already starting to feel the pain. I've already been to my chiropractor once with shoulder pain. I went yesterday, and I gotta tell you, I'm still in pain and a lot of it. But luckily for me, tonight, there's a doctor in the house. And the doctor is here because of two wonderful people, one of whom strongly recommended this doctor to me wholeheartedly. And, you know, let's just introduce him, okay? He is the man whose birthday party in Las Vegas practically burned the city down, and she is the girl who likes boobs and made me watch this goddamn movie, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Brian Pope and Alison Nowakki. Brian, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to see you. It's oh, well, always you. well, you know, we'll be hanging out with you. That's great. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. Yeah, it's great to talk to you too. <laughs> I, I I feel blessed that I'm on uh, Scream Queens again with Mr. Patrick. It's 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 great. It's a great time. It's a wonderful time. I always enjoy having you on, Brian, because my goodness, your birthday party in Las Vegas was off the hook. I know, and the best part about my birthday party, not only was it all about me, but you joined. I so know, it's like right? two bros in Vegas. It was killer. Broing out, being dudes, doing stuff. <laughs> doing bro stuff. Yeah, how's your wife? How's she doing? In, in, in an ice bar. No, she's here. <laughs> and I'm here too. Don't forget. <laughs> uh, Brian, could you tell your wife that it's, Always a pleasure to have her on the show. <laughs> Patrick says it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Tell Patrick I said thank you. It's oh, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not talking to you. <laughs> Tell Patrick. <laughs> because, because for those of you who've been listening for a while, you will know that for the past few episodes that Brian and Allison has been going on, she keeps referencing Dr. Giggles and going on and on and on about Dr. Giggles. And then certain maybe two episodes ago with them, it came out that she's never actually seen Dr. Giggles. 
<laughs> true fact. True fact. True fact. And last time she was on for the April Fool's Day show where we covered appropriately enough 1986's April Fool's Day film, I fooled her by telling her there were boobs aplenty in it when indeed there were no boobs. And she was so upset that I felt so bad that I said, you know what? How about next time you're on, we do Dr. Giggles? And I felt really good about this decision because, I mean, you guys know. I mean, granted, a bit of hiatus for a while, but 2008 has been one big suck fest for me. And I said, maybe that's why. Maybe it's because I gave Allison a movie with no boobs. That's why this summer almost killed me, man. <laughs> and maybe now I'll make the universe right by doing Dr. Giggles on the show. Fuck you, Allison. <laughs> karma. Karma. Karma is, as they say, no. a bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. No. In April Fool's, they may not have had boobs in it, but at least it was a good movie. This movie is terrible, Allison. <laughs> okay. Uh, full disclosure. Uh, we watched this movie last night. Uh-huh. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know what like, you're talking about. It's not that bad. It was very 90s. <sighs> It had the boyfriend from Roseanne in it. The the or, guy who died in Angel. Uh huh. Yes. The guy uh, who yeah. died in who died in Angel and then died for real. Yeah. So, yeah uh huh. Yeah. yeah. That's what Allison said. Allison was like, it was great. It had a cute dog in it and, and named Erica, and it also had that guy who was who was who was Darlene's husband on Roseanne. I'm like, both of those people are dead now. That dog and that guy are dead now. Way to way to way to way to go. And I had to Google it because I forgot that he, he had died. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and not just died. He committed suicide, Allison. Yep. Way to bring the room well, I down. Mean, was, you are ruining Halloween. <laughs> well, it was a heroin overdose in his friend's house in North Hollywood. We live in North Ooh. Hollywood now, so I mean. Coincidence? I think, I think not. <laughs> you see where I'm going with it. Uh-huh, um, you're in his house right now, I hope. <laughs> Where was I Allison hope. when she was? Uh, I hope I hope you're in that house right now, and it's gonna go. What was that movie? The Scorned. He's gonna go the Scorned on your ass. He's gonna haunt you <laughs> and, and drown you in a herpes hot tub. Luckily, we have no lava lamps. <laughs> no, oh, not yet. The cat's got a few that you don't know about. The cat. Not, not yet. Where do you think that purple stuff that that Ramona was spitting up came from? <laughs> full disclosure. This is my second full disclosure. It was broom bristles. Yeah, we case. finally found it was broom bristles. Yeah, nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, our cat. You need to follow both Patrick's lives. And our lives. <laughs> to get this episode. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. If you don't have the time to do the research on all three of us, then why are we even here? <laughs> Speaking of research. Okay. So I may have forgotten that, that the actor who played Becky's husband in Roseanne had died. I may have forgotten that bit. However, I did do research on this, which is very unlike me. Usually I just get drunk. I come in here. I let uh -huh. Dr. Kranel lead and I just make that, snarky comments. Yeah, that's because even though we are no longer friends, because this was a declaration <laughs> of war, by the way. <laughs> any practical joke, this has gone way beyond anything that you could ever possibly have done to me. That at a certain point, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. They, this, you picked this movie. I ain't doing a shit bit of research on none of these people. I don't, I don't know anybody's names. I don't know any of the other actors. I know, I mean, I know who he is. I know he was on Angel. I loved him. He was sad when he died. And everything. I have no idea what his name is. I know he was Scottish, but nothing. I'm like, you know what? It's on her now. He was Irish. Because, by the way, guys, Irish. Oh. Not only, not only, am I drinking? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh wait, are, are we, we starting? Honey, I started two hours ago to get through this because that's how much I hated this movie because I had to go back because I couldn't read my notes. I had to fast forward through stuff to get and I'm just like, oh my God, this movie is I don't know why you didn't like this movie. It was supremely excellent. 
And I did research on this. Supremely excellent. Yes. <laughs> People could judge me, but I put on my 90s cap. You know what? I got my, I got my tricolor. I don't give a shit fan. about that. I have already judged you. <laughs> <laughs> I got my tricolor neon fanny pack. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to go to the carnival with my friends, like in this movie. And, and it took me to a place back in Orland Park, going to Orland Days with my friends and not almost getting killed by a doctor, a fake doctor. So I really enjoyed this movie. But no, I, in all seriousness, I did, I did thoroughly enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Turning my brain off, I loved it. Um, I, I, I don't know what to tell you besides I loved it. But and here's I, the thing. Here's the thing. I went in with an open mind because they covered this recently on We Hate Movies. And they went in expecting to hate it. And they had a really good time. So I'm like, okay, See? I saw it back in the day. Didn't like it then. Maybe it'd be better now. And after a while, I'm just like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> it's lazy, 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 lazy. I'm like, commit. Are you a horror movie? Are you a comedy? Because you're not really going far enough in either direction. They're just kind of like, eh, whatever. And everything's lit. Like, there ain't a shadow anywhere in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there is no there's no suspense and there are no boobs allison lies there are boobs no there are not those are fake yes, there boobs are. no there are fake boobs those are rubber ass boobs like i mean we see movies with fake boobs before but that's like boob jaws but that was totally fake <laughs> that whole prop, fake that boobs. whole dead woman was a prop there is fake boob and i found that you say they didn't commit to anything they put fake bush on that i mean <laughs> if that's not commitment i don't know what is patrick the fact that they not only had that one fake boob because there's only one of them in the camera shot there was the one fake boob but there was bush on that naked corpse i'm just saying you know what there was bush on that clown in the wall and slashers thank you well, very much. now that is a classic i still watch that one from time to time i got and you know like, i already told brian and allison this and you guys are uh kind of already here but you know i was so excited when i covered end of the line canadian movie about the end of the mm -hmm. world i sent you a copy and discovered that mm -hmm. it was probably the same guy who made slashers mm -hmm. and that chainsaw charlie's in it amazing and he's hot he is so hot he is smoking i'm like well, how could you put a mask on that how could you i have to cover any of that up why was he in the loincloth the whole movie <laughs> he is super hot because he was just like not with those boobs no cover me up i don't want to like i want as much protection <laughs> from his wet wet face and boobs new listeners are like what's going on okay never mind slashers was a movie we covered i think on their second visit to the show yeah, and so. it's a really campy movie it's available on netflix it's not good but it's actually a lot of fun it's so fun it is a it's lot of fun so fun allison's just always like i'm just gonna slip it in right now mm. <laughs> it's sometimes like i like to watch it on a plane and just see people like look at it <laughs> and like then they'll look at my face and just see me thoroughly enjoying it and i like to wonder what do you think about me right now? And then the flight marshal has to come over and like escort pretty you much. off the plane when the boobs come out. Yeah, pretty much like ma'am. I'm sorry, that's a hate crime. No, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta <laughs> go on the plane. You are under arrest. Yeah, those breasts are a terrorist act. Yes, they, they certainly are. <laughs> you will notice that I am doing anything to keep from talking about Dr. Giggles. Yes, <laughs> but Dr. Giggles. Okay, Man, first. I took more notes on this movie than any movie we've ever watched. It was you, so good. It was so good. All right. All right. Then okay. I, I'm just going to be negative Nancy for a change because I'm usually the one trying to save the movie from the you people are. who come on and hate it. 
you guys. But <laughs> yeah. I usually I usually take the poop on everything, but I actually thoroughly enjoyed this. Now my first bit of research though. Hold on. Since, okay. I, am, since I am Hold on. the yes. Hold on. Before we get into research, we have to play the game. Oh yes. The game. Because, the game. You know the game. You know, you know, you guys are the guests, right? Oh yes. Which means it's your job. Please give me a 30-second elevator speech plot summary of Dr. <laughs> Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles, Dr. Giggles OBGYN. <laughs> Dr. Giggles, not dentist? <laughs> not uh, dentist. I'm going to ask Brian to do it because Allison okay. does it. I do. I do. Uh, that's because Allison's always better at no, these Brian. kind of things. Exactly. That's why I'm making you do it, Brian, because I'm not talking to her anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to let her shine tonight. No, sir. <laughs> Crazy person breaks out of a mental institution, pretends to be a doctor, terrorizes a small town, in particular a girl who's dying of the same disease as his long dead mother. Done. Well done. Yeah. Good, 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 good. That was probably better than anyone I've done. <laughs> and I try. Yeah, well, so. he, didn't, he, he didn't go over to a rant about CM Punk for absolutely no reason. <laughs> well, let me tell you about CM Punk. <laughs> You mean cum punk? <laughs> hey, hey now. Hey now. He's a rock star. Get your game on. <laughs> Go play. <laughs> I actually met him this past Yeah, just... we know. Allison's got, Allison got gift. I did get gift, guys. I don't mean she got a present. I don't mean she got a present. She is now in GIF form, depending on how you yes. pronounce it. I figured I'd cover both bases that way. I said GIF. I say GIF because it's like gift, but without a T. It's uh -huh. like gin, but with an F. It's like GIF, but without the peanut butter. Yes. Damn, Skippy. My favorite part of that chip. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Allison totally geeking out over meeting CM Punk, the wrestler. And my favorite part of it is just Brian in the background holding his camera like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Doing the Brian. Sometimes I got I got to document. I used to be that guy with my friends back in the day. The guy documenting everything. Oh, so that's when, you. So you're Dr. You meant. Mark, <laughs> Dr. Mark, I know, I just I'm like... Mark. Well, this is quite enough. <laughs> See, now it's all coming full circle. You marry somebody that you just now dubbed Mark, <laughs> and Mark was the name of the doctor in Evil Laugh, who said, yes! remember that time I almost, you almost let me have <laughs> in the X-ray room. We already figured out that, you know, you already married Brian because he has the same initials as CM Punk's real name. Yes, that's true. We figured Very that out. True. That was my big mystery crack in Vegas. Very true. <laughs> Everyone's like, whoa, because they were all drunk. Yeah, it's so just my, backwards, isn't it? My initials and CM Punk's real name. No, they're the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's PJB as opposed to BJP. BJP. Yep. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, okay, you know me. 19, hey, it fits. It's 1992 again. Great. That song came out when I was in junior high. Yeah, I did not see this one in the movie theater. At this point in the 90s, I had given up on horror movies. <gasps> yeah. This whole, like everything from like the mid 80s on, once, like the censors started to go crazy, like, the last, like, uh, Friday the 13th, part seven, eight, they all got cut to ribbons. Like, everything was getting edited down to nothing. And then studios just started putting out these really, like, bland, 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 bland horror movies. So up until Scream came out, mm. it was all garbage in my mind. And so this one I didn't even pay attention to. And looking back, rightly so. <laughs> You're wrong. You've been missing out for years. Um. What I thought was interesting in my first bit of research in this happened during the opening credits, right? Now, I'm going to be your, your dramaturg here. I'd say the opening scene was great. It. Opening scene, well, the CG was 
awful. Oh, that early 90s CG. Early early CG was... Oh, oh yeah. Okay, oh, I wasn't even thinking of that. Oh, okay. No, no, no. That was such a 90s-ass thing. Yeah. You could not make a movie in the 90s where the opening credits were not a CGI digital tour of the body in some yeah. way, shape, or form. Every exactly. goddamn movie was doing that. That kept up through the entire decade, all the way up to Fight Club in 99. Uh-huh. Coming out of the brain, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they were even doing it as late as Jason X in 2001. Oh, wait, is that the one where they go to space with space that's ants? That's the one where they go, yes, with, yes, with, spa- with space ants. Yes, that's what they were. Mm-hmm. And the robot nipples that fall off. And you knew they were space ants because they were wearing those little helmets. <laughs> those clear helmets. I'm a worker ant. <laughs> In space. In space. So my first bit of research, though, is I'm watching the credits, in the, the opening credits, and it says music by Brian May. Now, I'm a huge Queen fan, and I was like, there's no way. Uh-uh. Yeah, we know they've done soundtrack work. They they've did Flash, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Yeah. So I'm like, there is no way in 1992, because Freddie Mercury died in 1991, I want to say. Uh-huh. They, uh, there's no way Brian May is doing this, but I did have to Google it. Different Brian May. It is an Australian dude. Who's done tracks for the Mad Max movies. Yes, his, his claim to fame okay. is the first two Mad Max movies. So same name, not the same guy. Actually, the score in this – Yeah, the score in this was very good, actually. It was very mature – and sophisticated for the movie. It was. <laughs> yes. Which meant, like, it sounded very serious, but the movie was not. If it had a more comedic sounding soundtrack, it might have been better. I might have, I don't know, like, thing, it wasn't, nothing, all the pieces didn't go together. Maybe please continue. Anyway, yeah, so we, the movie opens with the CGI tour of the body, but not just the body. We're, we're getting a tour of the circulatory system because this whole movie is about the heart. It has yeah. a lot of heart. Does it's it? looking for a heart. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's heart centric. But then we go and we we are in a we get taken into a uh, operating room. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surgical theater, to be specific. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Surgical theater. That's that's the term I was looking for. And we have a doctor doing an operation while performing uh-huh. cats at the same time because it's a theater. <laughs> Um, so he's doing an operation, but then you realize, wait a minute, this guy is having surgery in a business suit. Mm-hmm. That yeah. can't be right. The patient, yes. Yeah, yeah, the patient's in a business suit. This can't be right. No, he should be naked. He should be naked. Show me a movie. He should be wearing funny boxer shorts and have a nose that lights up. <laughs> One of those little puffy hats. Yes. <laughs> Hair nets. Little hairnets. And, and the doctor who's performing the operation actually seems to take delight in uh, the person dying, his patient dying. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, something is off. You find out that this is a uh, insane asylum patient. I believe they said he was schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Thinks yeah. he's a doctor. He has lit all the other patients loose. That's who is actually watching the surgery. Mm-hmm. And he just starts killing people and leaves. But my question... Leaves, not escapes. Leaves. leaves. Yeah, he yeah, leaves. He legit just leaves. He doesn't really... He just leaves. But my okay, thing bye, is, everybody. See you later. They're like, okay, bye, Dr. Kegels. <laughs> Have fun out there, Dr. Kegels. See you tomorrow. They, and there's like a slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they call him Dr. Giggles, too. And he makes like a... Like a well, giggle laugh. He's aptly named. He is aptly named. But I, what I thought was interesting is all these other insane asylum people were out. Yeah. I don't, is that politically correct to say? I don't know. That's what it is. It's an asylum. I mean, we yeah. don't have them anymore, and that's what they were called at the time. 
a, a, a sanatorium, mental so hospital. To speak. Yes, a mental hospital. So all these other mental patients are out, but we never hear what happens to them. Like, did they just like corral them back up and be like, get back in your room? Uh huh. That's pretty much. He was the only. One, he was the only. He was the only one that got the card to get to the gate, man. That I. He literally just is like, I'm gonna leave, and so he just walks on out. Uh huh. Kills a few people along the way. Kills a yep. few people along the way. No Carries a deal. couple of arms around for a while. To oh yeah, do a he, good gag. he groped the nurse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was totally like feeling up that nurse. But not with his hands. With he took the arms off of that businessman. He was. Well, that's, that was the doctor. <laughs> yeah. He was in a business, the doctor was in a business suit? Mm-hmm, that was the doctor. Oh, right, because yeah. it's like, Dr. Phillips, not yeah. here. This isn't right. Uh-huh. Later. Uh-huh. And you know what? I just realized that is exactly what you wanted to happen. You wanted arms. No, you, no, you, want, no, you wanted that to happen. <laughs> and hide and go shriek. Yes. You're like with the mannequin, you're like, somebody backs into a mannequin, and you're like, oh, it's just a mannequin. And you look over, and you're like, oh, my God, it's not it's like real arms. Like, so it actually, actually, this movie is giving you a lot of your wishes. Yes. From, from episodes gone by. No wonder you you're so goddamn. You can see why I love Fuck this. you. You can see why I love this. So, like, the nurse is not, like, appalled. So, obviously, the backstory is they've been boning this whole time, the nurse and the doctor. Obviously, the, the backstory. And obviously, in the x-ray room. Obviously, in the X-ray room. <laughs> Every room is an X-ray room in this place. If you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the Brian and Allison back category right now. All of their episodes are among my favorites. So please. <laughs> you just need to put the post up with like all the rest the of the <laughs> It's like required listening. Allison loves references, sandwiches, and poop jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, so like he has the arms on. He's like feeling up her boobalas. And she's like, oh, Dr. Phillips, this isn't right. And then he's like, oh, I just thought I'd give you a hand. Like, this movie is just full of terrible doctor puns. It is. It is. Okay, I want to take a moment and just stop to say that Dr. Giggles is played by, you know, legendary character actor Larry Drake. Those of you who are old like me will remember when he was on L.A. Law. He won the Emmy two years in a row for that. And you, you, if you know him, you say he was in Dark Man. If you know him, I, say, I know him from Dark Man. If you see him, you'll know him. Very distinctive looking guy. And I have to say, what I did appreciate about his performance, yes, it's filled with all these fucking 90s Freddy Krueger style one liners that were just all over the place in everything. He doesn't play a single one of them as a joke. Loved it. True. No, Loved he it. delivers them dead. <clears throat> Yeah. Seriously, and I appreciated that. I'm like, because it just took some of the ugh factor out of it for me. I, in my notes, I even wrote this quippy motherfucker. <laughs> but do you know who I kept getting him confused with? Who? I looked at him, and I would always think he was Brad Pitt. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you know it. A chubbier version of um. That guy who is in those. (laughs) Yeah, the chubby black guy. He was in that movie and the girl came on and they were like, hi. And she was like, hi. And they like talked and stuff. And then they left and then stuff happened. And words came up at the end, like from the bottom of the screen. Like, nah, 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 nah. But it was crazy. It was a great movie. Not helping my case here. So he's a chubby. I thought, I kept thinking. Oh, I'm not going to help you at all today. Thank you very much. (laughs) So he's a classic actor. He's a comedic actor. He now hosts that. TV show on the cooking channel about like food fact or fiction. You thought he was Michael McKean? Yes, but a fat version. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you? I thought he was chubby, whatever your name you just said. Michael McKean? Lenny? So you thought he was Lenny of Lenny and Squiggy fame? Fat guy. Hashtag Allison is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag 
Fat Allison is stupid. Now you have to go back and get the back category of all their former I'm Not Here to Make Friends episodes. That's where that was trending. Hashtag Allison is stupid. But that's who I thought he was at first when he was wearing like the surgical mask. I thought it was like, wow, did he really go through like a fat bloated period? And then obviously it really wasn't him because his mouth didn't look the same. But when he had the mask on, I thought that's who it was. Um, you know, we'll put a poll up if you agree with me for later. But... <laughs> Oh, I'll put a poll up. <laughs> <laughs> so Not he kills these movie. people. He leaves. And I like how there's just another. So he's trying to get. He leaves the building, but he hasn't left the property. He still has to go out of this gate. Now, what I like is there's just a, a dude casually leaving in his car as if he has like he had no clue that any of this was happening. And he has to get his little key card out. To, to activate the gate mm. and Dr. Giggles comes up and he's just like, I'll take that swoop. And Actually, like, he says, it's checkout time. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. He says, it's checkout time and he cuts like the guy's arm off or whatever and he takes a little key card and he's like, very daintily like, whoop, whoop. And I think that is also one of the few <laughs> clips that I wrote down too. Yeah. And it's also, the well, I mean, I guess that is a doctor reference. I was going to yeah. say, it's the it's one of the few non- Nope, it's, Doctor or yeah. medical references, but I guess checkout time is. That's yeah. more of a hotel reference. What? Discharge is more yeah. of a proper term. D- please don't say discharge on my show. Please, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing this for homeless kids, man. You don't say discharge in front of children. What's the matter with you? I'm sorry, children. I'm sorry. <laughs> like they're listening. You had, learn, you had to learn sometime. I yeah. guess. Well, and then we get cut to the next day at a high school on the last day of school. Mm-hmm. Always. Getting ready for the summer. Uh-huh. And one of the witches was there from Charms. What, really? Yeah. The main girl whose name I don't know. You guys should know because you Holly got something. Her Holly. real Jen? name is Holly something. The yeah, girl Holly. who played Jen that I called Chicky for the first half of my notes because they barely said it. No, they yelled her name like nine million times. Jennifer. They totally yelled her is name Jennifer a million here? times. The rest, of the, the rest of the teenage cast had no names. Yes, but her name was obviously Jennifer. I the think, dad says it like 10 times. I think the punk guy is named Stu, the white punk guy that breaks Yeah, I got house. that one, but his girlfriend, nobody. Uh-uh. Nope, and I don't know the- The, the, the slutty girl, nope. The, the black no. couple, nope. Oh, the nope. slutty girl, we, we found out her name after she Nicole? was dead. No, it wasn't Nicole. It was something else. Though. And then her blonde friend who just disappears out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, she was a- Bitch. Yeah, I called She had two lines. How could you judge, judge that? <laughs> her face. She, she was the bitch one. She's pulling tell. those bitchy faces. I could yeah, tell. Yeah, the, the, other, the other one gets the bad rep, but she's the actual one. Why don't you go over there and say that to him? She's <laughs> yeah. totally Sarah knowing. Yeah. The girl. And she's okay. like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come over uh, here and I know where they're at. All right. We'll Here's the thing it. Jennifer, played by the third Holly. sister from Charmed. Holly. So she's not the, the not famous Charmed person. <laughs> No, she's famous. She did a lot. She used to be on uh, 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 b- b- Picket Fences, and she works all the time. She's great. I like her a lot. I've never seen – I, I legitimately <laughs> did not recognize her either. Uh-huh. But the thing is, before like, – I remembered that she has a heart problem. And before it's ever brought up, she's walking around in this first scene of hers with, with school being dismissed. Her T-shirt has a big heart on it right in the middle of her chest. Foreshadowing. I'm like, really? That's a little on the nose or – on the heart, if you will. I'm like, oh, God. Really? And this, I had to, at a certain point, I wrote down exposition the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are like 12 scenes of somebody giving like long ass expository dialogue. 
Yes. Oh, definitely. I was like, oh my God, just, just play the movie, live in the present. Oh my God, I don't care. You move this on. This is not Veronica Mars. I do not want a voiceover from Kristen Bell here. Oh, Let's it would be great that. though. Anyway, it would be great. Now, anything, yes, Veronica Mars coming back. Did we all hear this? Hi, Veronica hi, Mars? hi, I'm Kristen Bell. I'm like three years old right now, but I'm here to do a voiceover anyway. So. <laughs> and she would kill it. <laughs> she would kill it. She can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. I just finished season two of The Bad, uh, the Good Place, and I'm so happy. Isn't it amazing? Oh, that show is so good. It's so good. I love the fact oh, that they amazing. that they could, like, rewrite their entire script at yes. any point. Like, I mean, love this it. whole storyline. They could reset anything anywhere at any yes. point, and they do. Yes. Very They're, ballsy for a network show. Yes, and they, they so very obviously love the show when we were at the Comic-Con panel for it in San Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. They really love the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all really yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Veronica Mars is coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the what the good place tie-in to Dr. Giggles is? I would love to I do not. This. Little Miss, I did research. Do you know who was considered for the role of Dr. Giggles? It was well, not, not Ted, Ted Danson. Was Ted Danson was in, was in final running. For really? For Dr. Dr. Giggles? And like I said during the last Halloween marathon when, the, for, when uh, uh, Josh and Liz from Bloody Date Night, Ron, we talked about the lady in white. There's one thing that I'm so tired of in horror is one of those cheap Ted Danson scares where you're like, oh, my God, this scary noise. And then you open up the closet, it's just like, hi, I'm Ted Danson. You're like, oh, come on, another <laughs> Ted Danson scare. Come on. Like Drink my vodka. One of three men and a baby, the ghost was Ted Danson the whole time. Like the ghost <laughs> behind the curtain was just a cut out of Ted Danson. Total, ever since then, it's just been Ted Danson scare after Ted Danson scare. I'm so tired. I'm glad he didn't get the part. <laughs> because then we might not have had coach. Cheers. That wasn't him. Yeah. That was, was a good <laughs> post. Keep drinking, Patrick. <laughs> I like how we're all just like silent. Like, By the cheers. way, I am drinking di- drunken zombie style today. Nice. Ooh. Which means I'm drinking Old Rasputin. There you go. Nice. Which there means Patrick go. is tanked. <laughs> I'm drinking a very girly drink, I, a very LA drink. I'm drinking Golden Road Melon Cart beer. It's, it's, it's a wheat beer that is watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe flavored. I know that sounds disgusting, but it's wonderful. Shut up and drink it. I just got the Corona. The Corona Extra. Extra. Oh, what does that mean? It's just not Corona light. It's not basic. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. You don't have to put it, You don't have to put a fruit in it so that it doesn't taste like battery acid? <laughs> no, you still should, but I'm not because I'm a man. Okay, okay back to the movie. Here's the thing that amazes me. Yes. Tell us, Patrick. Uh, the woman who played Jennifer's stepmom. Oh, that oh, yes. slut? Tamara? Yeah. No, that's right, Tamara. Michelle Johnson. Michelle Johnson always gets her tits out. So when she showed up, I'm like, oh, well, we're going to see her tits because she's this. Really? You cast Michelle Johnson and you didn't get her tits out? <laughs> really? Oh, well, you got to pay one contract for her you got to pay a separate contract for her tits for they each just tit. for, each, they for each tit plus nipple so that's like five completely different contracts <laughs> it's, they all have different writers it's very confusing uh-huh. one wants the green m&ms one wants you know like the blue i got nothing 
Well, yes. I, want I was going to make a very Canadian bad joke. Yeah so, like, yeah, so we'd be like, she's like, okay, so it's the last day of school, and her boyfriend, Max, is like, Chris, it's great, it's the last day of school, we can go do stuff. She's like, no, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to do name I'm so sad. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to do this. Because we don't know she has a heart problem yet. We just think that she's being boring. Right. But this is what I'm amazed about. You were amazed that her boobs didn't come out. I was amazed that the boyfriend, Max, called old man Johnson during lunch and got a job. <laughs> I was like, hold on, this is 1992. That means that this guy on lunch went to a payphone in the cafeteria, looked up old man Johnson's phone number. Maybe he had it on his scrap of paper in his wallet next to some old condoms. I don't know. Uh-huh, one of those ones that, get, that the girls got in gym class, but not the boys. Right. <laughs> yeah, he had to go based in, on this movie, yeah. <laughs> he had to go in this po- his pocket and get some quarters and dimes, nickels and dimes, put them in the machine, manually dial the number and go, hello, old man Johnson, I would like to play music at your deli. I don't know why I assumed it was a deli, but I or think it's a deli. Music. Or why he's playing music? I have no idea what his skill set is. But I had this whole backstory in my head about what this conversation was like. Hey, old man Johnson, it's Max. I really like your sandwiches and I can play guitar. Always sandwiches. Oh, see, sandwiches. What you pick sandwiches. Of all things, pick sandwiches. <laughs> well, he did used to date a girl whose mom owned a sandwich shop in Lanford, Illinois. <laughs> A nice tie-in. Okay. Nice tie-in. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So and then we 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 get a brief introduction to the rest of the cast, and they're all awful. Not really though. You got you got the the two couples, and then no. you got the two slutty friends, <laughs> and, and the that's black, the cast. And the black people. Well, well that's, that's one of the couples. couples. Yeah. Why okay, you gotta right. make it about race? Because this movie makes it about race because we play right into both of the horror movie tropes today. That's true. Oh, yes. The, Very black, true. the black people die first. Very true. And at the end, heroic black character sacrifices himself to save some boring white bitch. Yep. Always true. Oh, and I was gonna say, and the next people that die is the slutty kids. Yep. Yeah, well, they were all slutty. They were all pretty slutty. They were all, they were all slutty. The, uh, that girl gave a blowjob to a saxophone. <laughs> Was that, that supposed to be sexy? A blowjob to a saxophone. And I just hope that she got a splinter in her tongue from the reed. From, from the reed? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, is that what from I Lou need? Reed. From Lou Reed, yes. <laughs> do, I, do I need to get a saxophone and pretend to... Give it oral pleasure for you. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> Wicked sex solo, like you were in madness. I'm playing Wham. See, he's playing Wham. I went for Weekend in L.A. By? Toasters. Yeah. My baby knows her sky. So, anywho. <laughs> well, that makes one person. So, anyway. <laughs> Hey, you know the Bumblebee tuna I'm, song. I do know the Bumblebee tuna song. <laughs> so he has a job. They're like, oh, next time we're in Las Vegas for. together, and next time I see you in person, I have to show you the Bumblebee song, the Bumblebee tuna song in sign language because it's hilarious. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'll have to turn my video on at the end of this. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be for patrons. Yes. <laughs> Look out. Check it out, patrons. Look out, Julia. Oh, so everyone's like, oh my god, we're all gonna go to Breeder Hill tonight. 
It's like, Weird. I was like, that's an appropriate name. I'm like, that was a really gross thing to say. It was. Well, Breeder Hill is the big hill that's behind either the fair or the amusement park. It's really unclear what it is because it seems like it is always there. The girl's like, I remember we used to come up here all the time. I used to be riding the Ferris wheel all the time. And I'd look out here and see the kids parked out here on the hill and wish someday I'd be there. I'm like, so is this a fair or is it a, what is it? I don't know what's happening. I don't care. <laughs> Mostly, I don't care. Mostly, fuck off. <laughs> See, for all for all us for all us kids that grew up in like the suburbs, though. I grew up in the suburbs. The rural Midwest. The Midwestern suburbs. <laughs> we always would have a little amusement, like a like a fair. And it would have those kind Same of... Same time, every year. I know, yeah. okay, sure, but they just made it sound like it was always there. I don't know, I, don't know. I needed some kind of object permanence, you know, okay. But in, this, in the meantime, we're also seeing that Dr. Giggles has come to town. And it's not random, Dr. Giggles has come home. This is his hometown that he's head to. And he goes to his old house. This is one of these horror movie tropes that always baffles me, that this house has been empty for like 40 years. Nobody's bought it, but nobody knocked it down either. Well, they did have obvious squatters. Yeah, there was graffiti. Yeah, you know, squatters, right? Yeah, but even though nobody lived there, somebody walled up his father's doctor's office. Right, which he had to open. And that's where we first meet Erica the dog. <laughs> is when, when Erica the dog is going on a little walk with her owner, and they're like, hey. Who had no name? The dog had a name. But, <laughs> but the neighbor did not. Oh, I called her neighbor cunt. Uh, all of my <laughs> Oh, Oh, I was like neighbor Badwig. I'm like, oh my God, what did they put that woman in? Oh, that poor thing. Now, what I didn't understand though is they open, he has to open up his like father's private practice that's in like, I guess, the basement of this house. Yeah. But it is massive. This this private practice is massive. And what I also was. Yeah, it's huge. And it's it's got electricity for some reason. And it's somewhat modern. I don't understand. There was that too. It was walled up in what, 59, 57? But it was like. 1959 is when everything went down because there were bad things that happened in 1959 that we'll get into. We don't know about them yet. It looks like straight out of the 80s. Totally. It did. So what what I thought was weird, besides the fact that it was huge and there was no like spatial reasoning behind any of it but i also thought it was weird because he's when he leaves the um mental institution he's wearing his mental institution clothes no he's wearing the scrubs he stole from the doctor whatever he's wearing mental he's wearing clothes from the mental institution whether it be from the doctor whether it be from wherever so he has to change right he has to change into normal street clothes Uh and he so there's graffiti there's like you know like drugs all over the place drugs just drugs hanging out (laughs) just drugs everywhere i'm gonna leave my drugs here nobody will touch them Drugs everywhere. Every, every, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the refrigerator working. Just write your name on the bottom of the drugs. <laughs> These are Allison's. These Allison's aren't. Oh, talk my drugs, Shannon. <laughs> you better put the date on those drugs, or else they'll get thrown out by Friday night. On Fridge Friday, yep. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's what that's what that's what our company has, Fridge Friday. And the dude, the front desk guy, who throw like will throw it out. He doesn't even care if it's a nice Tupperware. It could be glass. Tupperware, and he'll be like, F you, throwing it away. There's no label on it, no date, it's going I had to go digging through the trash for my good Tupperware (laughs) ones, because I'm a disgusting, cheap person. However, back to my weird point. Back to my weird point. There was graffiti and drugs and like a mattress like obvious like squatters or squatters or or kids breaking in and fucking around 
But, however, he goes into, like, his dad's room, his well, dad's old to, room. You have to break down that entire wall to get back in there. But I don't think that's no, where no, that, no, no, was. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I agree. If I felt like he went upstairs to the bedroom yes. and like, all of the stuff was still there, and I'm like, no, 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 Yes, I thought this was upstairs, like, in a bedroom, and he opens, like, a little, you know, a little, No, after 40 years, that suit would have been moth-eaten. Exactly, and it would have had like a, a homeless person's body in it, um, <laughs> or someone, or a homeless person would have been wearing it. Would have been an easier way to say it, <laughs> but sure, but sure, uh, of course. Even full of kittens. Well, I thought like a doctor <laughs> <Dr>. kittens. Doctor <laughs> kittens. Oh my god! At Google, okay, Google the image of cat dressed as a doctor. This. <laughs> Anybody at work knows if you want to make me laugh, you Google search <laughs> cat dressed as a doctor, and there's one where there's a kitten. The doctor cat is there's like a kitten, and this kitten has like a sassy look on it, and the doctor has like an old play school like stethoscope on, and one of those old school like circular metal things on its yeah. head, and a lab coat. The, the mirror thing, yeah. Yes, and oh my god, it's the most adorable thing ever. And just thinking about it makes me crack up. I like that you went from calling it the kitten to the doctor. <laughs> well, Dr. Dr. Kitten. <laughs> Dr. Kitten was wearing all of I'm, I'm dead. I'm out. I can't play. He went to school for that? I'm calling him doctor. <laughs> so these things are happening simultaneously. The kids are going to party, and Dr. Giggles has come home. And, and here's – yeah, he's, he's, having a, he's having a costume change and doing some <laughs> – doing, doing a little trading rooms things. I'm going to yeah. take this wall out over here. And, <laughs> <laughs> but what I loved about this, this is when she finally tells her boy friend that she's had this ongoing very serious potentially serious her problem and the thing is we've already seen her go to the doctor in between and so we know how serious it is she has to wear this monitor thing to find out if she's going to need surgery next week and i have to tell the story right now because i have forgot to tell it when i actually reviewed the movie okay bradford has been having some serious coronary problems he went to the doctor. He had his regular test. His tests were awful. He's got major, major heart problems. He had to go for a cardiac catheter, catheterization at the hospital. And it was one of those things like, well, we might have to put a stint in right then, or we might have to do open heart surgery right then. So this was a very tense thing. It turns out he's fine. The test, they don't really understand it. Like the test results we're reading much worse than what they actually found when they went in with the catheterization. So he's fine. So, you know, whatever, good, whatever. The night before we went to see the Meg in the movie, the Meg, did you see it? No, I have not. It's terrible, but uh, it's very, it's just stupid. It's stupid. It's really stupid. It's really stupid. Just people falling off boats, like waiting for an opportunity to fall off another boat. But um, (laughs) since it takes, most of it takes place in China, they have a cover of Hey Mickey. In Chinese, you know, hey, oh, uh, oh, Mickey, right? Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. Yeah, it is, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. Hey, Mickey, and it was cool. After the movie's over, we go to the restroom, and I'm done. I'm washing up. Bradford's in the stall because Bradford's pee shot. I can relate. And I'm washing my. Not about you right now, Brian. <laughs> It'll be about you when we rehash everything about Vegas at the end. <laughs> nice, and. Bradford's in the stall, and just as I'm washing my hands, I realize that he's singing in this high falsetto. Oh, Mickey, ching, chong, chong, ping, pong, ping, 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 ping
chong chong, ping pong pong, yang 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 yang. Hey, Mickey! I like giggling to himself. I'm like, oh my god, people can hear you. And by the way, Bradford, crazy rich Asians just let out. So this entire <laughs> restaurant is Asian. I am waiting for you on the street, and I'm standing on the street going, "There's a possibility that this is my last night with Bradford." <laughs> And I pictured myself telling the story in his eulogy. I'm like, because this is my last memory of him. And then I realized you're going to have to tell the story in his eulogy someday anyway. (laughs) I was so embarrassed, but it's such a Bradford thing to do. Oh, gosh. Completely unaware of everything. What were we even talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, Dr. Giggles. Oh, right, right, right. So, yeah, she's, got, she's, she's at the doctor. She has to wear this heart thing to find out. She might have to have open heart surgery herself the following week. Mm-hmm. And the doctor tells her, like, you don't do this, don't do this. No alcohol, no coffee, no caffeine, no this, no sugar. They no, didn't say no sex, though. I noticed no, that no, one. No. I was like, oh, well, that's okay then. We're good. You We're good in this movie. We're good. Don't worry. <laughs> We're good. Because the doctor would already hit sex with it. He's like, you're really boring, so don't worry about it. You're fine. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, no, no undue stress, no undue excitement. And so she decides to tell her boyfriend on the Ferris wheel. No, I thought this was in the car. He understands everything by the Ferris no, wheel. No, she tells him, him on the but Ferris wheel. But you still went on the fucking oh, Ferris right. wheel. They, fight in, they the car. fight in the car. They fight in the car. They fight Trouble in paradise. Because yeah. she wouldn't take a she wouldn't take a drink. But then she finally tells him on the Ferris wheel. And then like later like on, like a half she hour goes, later, she goes yeah. like running up the stairs. I'm like, you are gonna kill yourself before Dr. Giggles shows up. You dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you had one well, job. I loved one I loved- job. One job, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer, the one. Jennifer, if you don't calm down, I'm gonna have to tell another story about how your mother died because we only heard the story five times at this point. (laughs) And your dad uh, obviously moved on very fast to this slutty girl, so where they have very loud sex. Yeah, yeah, and the dad is Cliff is Cliff D. Young, who was in everything in the '80s, and I wish I had it in front of me now. He did some great stuff, but oh my goodness, he was in everything. And for a while there, I was confused because when I saw Chris D. Young. I thought it was Chris DeBerg, who was the lead singer of Sticks. Oh. <laughs> so I'd be like, wow, this guy went from Mr. Roboto to Dr. Giggles. <laughs> there you go. Not the same person. Not the same person. Hello, this is Flem de Gargoyle breaking in to tell you that the lead singer of Sticks is not Cliff DeBerg. It's Dennis DeYoung. The guy in the movie was Cliff DeYoung and Dennis DeYoung and Cliff DeBerg and... Why do you listen to this show? Patrick tells lies and he is stupid. I'm done. I'm done. I quit. I quit. I'm out. I'm out. Flemmy Gargoyle. Out the building. Well, I liked that the boy that Max and Jennifer, their fight in the car was about drinking. And I know that's Brian and I's number one fight is I'm like, shut up and effing drink this with me. If not, I'm divorcing you. That is our number one fight. And I'm like, I'm drinking it, just not as fast as And I'll be like, drinking. shut up. We're okay, getting Okay, okay, okay. Listeners, listeners, mommy and daddy are only pretend fighting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know they always wind up fighting at some point when they're on the show, but right now they're only pretend fighting. It's okay. Yes. And then they get on the Ferris wheel, Holy and yes, it's on the Ferris <laughs> Holy shit. They're on the Ferris wheel, and she's like, I may die. And he's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? I love you. We're going to go through this together. And then she's like, yeah, that's nice, but I need to be alone. I need to mentally digest this. And he's like, well, we'll come back. Why don't you snort some horse with me? 
And she's like, Ooh, Doctor didn't say anything about that. He just said no caffeine or alcohol. <laughs> right? We can bang. We can bang, and we can snort we can the do heroin. <laughs> do heroin. That's totally fine. Wait, this is I'm too sorry. Scary. That's really offensive. That is. That, that was really is. Yeah. Offensive it really was. Yeah. Because yeah, it was a talented guy. He not was. in this movie, but he he. Overall, he was. Yeah. But um. <clears throat> so then, like five seconds later, you have slutty friends being like. Let me fellatio this saxophone. And he's like, all right, well, she's being lame, so I'm going to bang you. But it took, that's like five seconds. Like, the, the amount of time it took to walk from the Ferris wheel to the band room, because now I have two options, Patrick. I can make out in the x-ray room or the band room. Now yeah. I have two options. Yeah, but then somehow they wound up back in the House of Mirrors, and I don't know how they got there. I don't oh, now, know. I don't know how that happened. I'm like, I why don't are there know. all these mirrors in the band room? What happened? There was a whole reel missing from this movie. Yes. Yeah, they, left, they left the band room because uh, Slutty Girl's friend is all like, sees Jen back at the fair is like, oh, Jen, you looking for Max? I'll show you where he is. Oh. So, because oh, apparently yeah. the school is right next to the fair. Sure. Which is right next to their house, Which too, right because to she just house. walked. Sure, sure, why not? Sure. Because she threw her heart monitor into the fish tank, as you do when you're mad about your medical condition. Well, yeah, when you're mad at your boyfriend. Yeah, well, I can't, I know, that was a dumb thing. It was dumb. It was, it was dumb. so dumb. And so she comes back to the fair being I like, mean, I meanwhile, the fish are totally electrocuted and dead now. Right. Thanks, bitch. I thought that, too. Meanwhile, while we were cutting Jen, Jen's story, Dr. Giggles has killed like eight people by now. Yeah. Well, okay, so first, and, well, we didn't even talk about the two dumb couples. The so two the two dumb, dumb couples, they go to the, the, the Dr. Giggles Yeah, house. we'll meet you at the fair later. Yeah, we'll meet you at the fair later. We're going to go do this stupid shit over this here. This expedition. We, yeah, we got a secret we're doing. And so the two couples, they go to Dr. Giggles' house, which, which they don't know is Dr. Giggles' house. They do um, know it's Dr. Giggles' but they house. But do, they do know that it's they the do Dr. Family house, but they yeah, don't know. We find, yeah, now we get the hint that the, one of the hints so the bad thing that happened that something happened with his dad dad did the bad thing and now the town's afraid of the dad doctor yes because of something we, he did apparently there's, he a, there's a nursery rhyme actually in the town yeah they were trying to do a one two freddy's coming for you but it was just not yes. catchy enough i'm sorry it was, I don't way, know it was way too long and it's it was not catchy enough no. town has a doctor and his name's rendell mm-hmm. something 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 hell and he Taco, can't Taco even Taco spell. Victims Taco Bell. Just for fun. Taco trying to mend the Taco, Taco Bell. <laughs> Something about chopping up his victims just for fun. Better look out. You might be one. Okay, and, I just and, made and, it up. Cu- and cutting out their hearts just for fun. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. So there's like a whole like nursery rhyme. And so they're saying the nursery rhyme. They go into the, the scary house, the scary Victorian house. And the one couple traps the other couple. The white couple traps the black couple. Oh, hold on a second. I wasn't going to say it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because before that, I'm like, okay, they're going in here to bang. Right. right? Because that's what always happens in these movies. Thank goodness there's a hobo mattress in the house. Take your girlfriend to some, like, disgusting, rat-infested shithole. Works for me every time. Because, okay, I don't know. Because, like, you take in a game and they'll be like, uh, no, 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 no. Unless it was a dark room at a bar, but that's a whole other situation. We're not going to go into that right now because it's not in the movie. So it's completely unrelated. But, no, I mean, I was like, yeah, because I want to do it here. I want to get, you know, like, yeah, whatever. X-ray room, band room. X-ray room, hobo house. X-ray room, sanitary. <laughs> Band room has a janitor who comes in twice a day. They release the, those spit with that sawdust. Oh. Stuff, with that sawdust stuff for vomit. 
Yes. And then there's the hobo house, but that's why I always keep up on my tetanus shots. But they're like, we're here because we want to look. Because now we find out that Dr. Giggles was crazy. Uh, that Dr. Giggles' dad was crazy. He killed like eight of his patients. And the town found out and they stormed the house and it was they, a very frankenstein moment where yeah. they're like we're gonna stone him to death they're like we have to all go to home depot we have to get some pitchforks and some torches we got actually no you get the pitchforks from home depot then based on the white supremacists you have to go to pier one right to get well, tiki torches. Lowe's, well lowe's has a sale on tiki torches oh they so. do okay so when, yeah. you know when i can't call lowe's. them that they're white supremacy torches now they're ruined forever but that's neither here nor there because it, and, and that, basically the town killed him Freddy Krueger style, called the doctor, daddy doctor. But the son got away and they don't know how. We don't know what happened to him. He the disappeared. Son got away he might still be hiding in the house right now. And we're going to look for a secret passage. And I don't know if you caught this. They're banging on the walls looking for a secret passage. And what was his name? Stu the blonde? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the white blonde, the white guy. <laughs> his girlfriend was banging on the wall directly next to the window. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's not a secret passage. <laughs> and if that was supposed I did to not be a joke, that. it wasn't funny. You needed to make it a joke because that was just dumb. Now you just made her dumb because she didn't have a name anyway. So now you're just dumb bitch. Yeah. Dumb, well, no titty bitch, but we'll come back to that. No tits bitch. But there, so the, the, I'll say it, the white couple traps the black couple in, yeah. in a room and they're there like all night, which is creepy. And they run away, they run away and then they don't even go to the fair. They go back to, the white couple doesn't even go to the fair. They go to the girlfriend's house. No, his, it's his house. There. It's his house. Oh, no, sorry, it's his house. And they try to bang, but okay, he, I'm jumping right. forward. There's, I'm a, jumping there's forward a lot to unpack in this scene. There is a lot to unpack Let's in this scene. Let's just say, Dr. Giggles kills the black couple. They, yeah, it kills he the black like couple. He has like a two-foot needle, needle on a shot, puts it through a keyhole. Green juice Green right juice. into him. That mysteriously yeah. makes you melt. Yeah, yeah, dead. And then girlfriend, dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, he, this is when I remembered something. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this now. All the kills happen in this movie off screen. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh, they do. And there's almost no, like, I, I realized watching it this time around, I'm like, wow, it's really sad that a big budget major studio release like this only had funding for like one yeah. blood bag. Yeah. No, for sure. Because there's like three drops of blood here, three drops of blood there. No matter what happens, I'm like, wow. Yeah. For an R-rated movie, you guys are playing it like it's PG-13. That's No, no that's very, very true. This movie was r yeah, yes. I did not know it was R. Whoa, I thought it was PG-13. There's, yeah, there's, it was there's fake vagina hair in it. <laughs> you can't, you can't, I mean, not, I mean like, you can put real vagina hair in a movie, but you can't be putting fake vagina hair in a PG-13 movie. That's like, that's like misleading children about what it all looks like. Uh, why is it blue? She's not a clown. <laughs> no, but she is 80. Um, oh, yeah, all of a sudden, the poor woman was 80 years old. That was weird. Yeah. So the 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 young couple that's young not dead. Couple, they go to his, his house. house to go f, and the the dude's like never seen a condom before in his oh, life. Oh wait, hold on a second. He's like, oh wait, hold on a second. I got something for you. And yeah. Oh yes. And he's like, here's the sexy negligee. I stole it stole from my, my mom. mom. I'm like, you want to bang somebody in your mom's sexy lingerie? Hold on a second. Who the hell? Time. Disgusting. 
out. Oedipal much. <laughs> and oh she's my just God. like, okay, I was banging on a wall that was next to a window looking for a secret passage. I don't know anything. <laughs> I have no boobs. When, when you see her in it, I'm like, you don't even look good in it. You don't have the body to fill it out. She didn't have the boobs. She didn't have the hips. She had nothing. She looked terrible in that. Because it was a mother's outfit. <laughs> I don't, I mean, again, they're going to commit because if, if like, not, I, oh, 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 I almost said, uh, uh, I said if I was in my mother's when I was a kid, oh, <laughs> well, oh. a kid, a kid, a kid, no, don't think about that. Six-year-old Allison. Yeah. <laughs> Walking don't around your mom's um, diaphanous. In mom's nineties, um, in mom's teddies. But um, if I was in high school in my grown mother's stuff, I would not have fit it either. So I mean, really accurate, committing to it. Accurate, but she had no tits, no she tits, and I said Allison's gonna hate this girl. Oh, yeah, I hated her. She deserved to die. No, Allison, Al, no, and that's not me. That's not me. Allison has an irrational hatred of girls with no boobs. <laughs> she said it several times on the show. She hated that girl for that. She hated that girl who was the porn star in real life from Evil F because she had no boobs and was really angry at the fact that she had a professional pornography career <laughs> being as flat chested as she was. I forgot about that. Uh -huh, and I was like, Allison, Allison, there's a lid for every cup. And she's like, not with those tits, is not. Nothing's fitting those tits. <laughs> You can't put a lid on something that has nothing to clap. I have, I have Tupperware. It's in the fridge at work. I know how that works. You can't put I a lid on. I'm digging in trash for Tupperware. I wouldn't dig in trash for this. Oh. <laughs> oh, I had totally forgotten about my irrational hate of that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, uh -huh. Flat Chesters. I'm sorry. You're welcome. I forget nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Flat Chesters. I, I'm a si that's why I had to say, this is all Allison. Make them hate you <laughs> the way I hate you today. <laughs> and yeah, she's like, well, hold on. I'll put that on. But first, you got to put on something on, too. And she digs in her purse, and she takes out a condom. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then she's like, and he's like, whoa, where'd you get that? She's like, they gave him out in gym class. I'm like, they gave him out to the girls in gym class, but not to the boys. No, I think they Well, clearly, they needed to give them out to the boys because he went to the bathroom and put it on in the – tried to put it on in the other room. I'm like, that's not how this works. Yeah, no. You have he, no idea how to put this thing on. You were going to die of AIDS anyway. He drops it in a toilet, grabs his girlfriend's toothbrush. No, it's not his girlfriend's. It's his it's toothbrush. It's his toothbrush. Even worse, it's fucking his toothbrush. Oh, it could be his little brother's toothbrush. Or his little brother's toothbrush. So he drops it. Oh, sorry. His little brother was downstairs playing Tetris. Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. It's, it's a better pun. It was Dr. Mario. Yeah. That's why it was such a good pun. Oh, see, um, I didn't get that. I just assumed it was Tetris. Okay, never Dr. Mind. Mario was a game much like Tetris, but it was uh, Mario. I burped. As a doctor. As a doctor. Again. Was a doctor throwing pills to kill germs. Because that's the, how that works. That's how that works. Um, there's a, so he drops the condom in the toilet, takes his slash his brother's toothbrush to fish it out of the toilet. But Brian and I both had the same comment. Wait a minute. Are you going to put that on your dick after you got it in the toilet? Then why would you care about not touching the toilet water if you're going to put your dick in it? Because yep. it's clean toilet water. But he used his – so now his teeth are going to be toilety and his dick is going to be toilety. <laughs> but his but fingers are totally clean. clean. The thing is, he picked it out of the water and there were clearly three holes, holes in, in it. Condom. It wouldn't have worked anyway. So they were giving out faulty condoms to the girls in gym class or she's had it in her purse for three years. Like well, you did in high school, like Brian. Brian, am I right? What? Yeah. 
You had a condom in your wallet for like seven years and it was never going to be used anyway. You, you uh, had no, it in there. I, I gave up on that. I there was no, there was no chance you were ever having sex, but you had it in there anyway to look cool. Oh, dude, I was never looking cool. That was never an option. Neither was I. Neither was I. But I do remember going to, like, buy tickets for something, like, in the movie theater or something. And I, like, pulled out my money and the condom fell out. And I was like, hi. I just left it with the box office lady. <laughs> That's your tip. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and, I, I, of course, I, if, I you, if you opened it, it just would have turned to dust like a mummy when it hits the air. <laughs> I remember guys who did that, and I always thought it was kind of lame. And I was like, "I'm lame, but I'm not that guy." I know, but I did it anyway. I'm I was lame. I totally. I went to Catholic school. I was automatically lame. You're a little bit older than me, Patrick. You were doing it when it was cool. Mmm, that's true. It was the '80s, right, man? Yep, that's right. Well, they try to bang. No, they don't. They, they well, they she, never get to bang because she, he goes put on that condom and never comes back because right. she has to go. This is what was killing me about this movie, too. Like, he would show up, they would say something, and he would just happen to show up when they suggest, like, some arbitrary thing, like, oh, my God, it's so cold in here, and she has to go fix the air conditioning. And he has to show up and can make some comment about her not wearing enough clothes. It was just always whatever they just said. Well, <laughs> he had to take never her temperature. say out loud. He had to take her temperature. Because she was going to uh, die of cold. And actually, now, I do remember when I saw this the first time, whenever I saw it, probably on VHS, perhaps, I was like, where did he get these tools from? Did he just make these? And then this time I realized, oh, they're his dad's. Well, I think he made some of them, though, too. I think they're his. No, when did he have time? He, he just got there out. that day. I think they're his. It's yeah. his dad's Those bag. Are his dad's. His dad was an established murderer, so I'm assuming uh, these are his dad's tools. Until That's why he has them on hand. And yeah, he. Yeah. And what does he do to this poor girl? So she go. He's like, I gotta take your temperature, and he gets like a two foot thermometer with a like a scalpel, a thing at the yeah. end, and he jams it in her throat. Now before, here's here's how disgusting and like jaded and terrible and gross I am. I uh huh. Please continue, please. Yes, please sell your image even more this episode, please continue. <laughs> because when she was there in in his mom's lingerie and he pulls out like a two-foot thermometer you know what i thought he was going to do with it sticking in a hoochie or the or the behind or the but button yes sure. i thought he was going to get jammed right on up there instead they went much more clean he makes her he goes lift up your tongue and then he just jams in her throat and kills her because it's got a scalpel or whatever at the end but uh -huh. i thought that was going to go right up the vagina uh -huh. yeah and yeah he did that and two drops of blood land on his face you don't see anything, and that's how this movie is. Yep. So then he goes into the room to kill the boyfriend, and the boyfriend's like, ready or not, he here I come. Covers. Yeah, he gets on, he, he sets these kills up. <laughs> so he get, the Dr. Eagles gets under the covers, and the boyfriend's like, ready or not, here I come, because that's what I want to hear, right? <laughs> and he gets under the covers, he's yeah, like, I've been waiting forever for 15 for seconds of excitement. Hell yeah. P.S. I'm not wearing a toilet condom. I'm, yeah, um, I'm not wearing a condom, because maybe she won't notice. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, maybe she won't notice. Gross. So then he, gets, he gets under the covers, and he's like, I've been thinking about this all day. And he's, oh, and then you see Dr. Giggles under the covers, and he goes, I hope you're wearing protection. Then he kills him. Cuts his, Cuts wiener. his wiener off. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is where I started to wonder, because well, when you see the body later, this is when I went, huh. 
this doesn't add up continuity wise. I wonder how much of this had to get reshot to get to the sensors. Because this was, this was now Tipper Gore era. Ooh. Oh yes, it was. Yeah. So like you had to be really careful with everything because you see the guy, it's like this, this kid is like crawling through like three miles of sheets on this bed for some reason. <laughs> and when he finally comes across Dr. Giggles and Dr. Giggles is like, oh yeah, he'll be wearing protection, pulls out the scalpel. The kid screams and you hear, he swings it in front of his face and you hear. Pfft. So I'm like, oh, I guess he like stabbed him in the face or in the eye or something. But then when he cuts back, his dick has clearly been cut off. But that's the only place that's bleeding. And I said, but that wasn't anywhere near you, Dr. Giggles. And I heard it was like immediately when he swung that. And so the, the continuity didn't add up there. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty this sure. This movie lies. His wiener was just bleeding because of that toilet condom. That's what happens when you wear toilet condom. But he, he threw out the toilet condom. Well, he, does, he tried it first. <laughs> You got to try it on first. Well, you know what? It was probably, you know what? You're right. You're probably, it was one of those like cheap dollar store condoms that probably had some like roach killer on the inside of it. So yeah. it was probably bleeding anyway. You're absolutely right, Allison. Totally right. Allison's I, totally we've right. There. We've all been there. By, by blowing so far through various plot points, we have not even mentioned the cops yet. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Hello, this is Flamdegargo. And again, listen, I know I said I was leaving. But, you know, contractually, I'm bound to do whatever Patrick tells me to do, so I have to finish editing this show. But you know what? I'm from hell, okay? I grew up in hell. And this episode is making me want to poop in my own mouth just to make it all stop. We are at the one-hour mark, and Fred the Gargoyle needs to go and inflict bodily harm on a human being until they are dead. So I'm going to go do that. You go make yourself a sandwich because we got this, 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 this. Patrick wasn't kidding when he said this was a marathon. They fled the cargoil is it the wall of pain. And normally I love the wall of pain, but I don't like it when it's for me. It's not fair. Uh, oh. Listen, I got to go right now because there's a bunch of drunk college kids walking home from a Halloweeny party right now, right outside the building. Look for their pictures in the newspaper tomorrow because they are about to be ex-people. Flip the gargoyle, flapping out. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Well, I flamed the gargoyle, did not go to the lobby, but I got myself a treat. I went to the alley and caught myself a treat. This guy is sticking in my teeth, and I kind of like it. 
So while you're going to the lobby or the kitchen or wherever you go to get your treat, perhaps you can stop over at bit.ly slash sq partisan or maybe http colon slash slash fundraise.noalternativesnyc.org slash sq and make a donation to the new alternatives. Because, mm. oh, excuse me, that was a juicy bit. Believe it or not, Flamdy Gargoyle, even though I am a demon and a gargoyle, I support the Pathathon. Yes, 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 I do. Because I got to tell you, the homeless LGBT kids, they don't taste good. They're too skinny, too bony. Get people into some housing, fatten them up, and let the gargoyle eat you. It's very simple. Go donate. Do it now. Okay, back to Allison and Brian and Mr. Patrick yammering on about Dr. Giggles. This, this. The cops. The cops, yeah. Endless exposition cops. The 49ers. Yeah, well, the 49ers. I mean, yeah, yeah, these guys, yeah, God, like, they're fine. Like, this guy, there's one cop who's actually on duty. <laughs> you said duty. I said duty. Uh, you know, when all this shit went down. So he's got all the exposition about shit. <laughs> about what went down with Dr. Jiggles. <laughs> if there were actually tits in this movie, it would have been called Dr. Jiggles. Yes! Or if there's a porno spoof out there somewhere, it would be called Dr. Jiggles. You but know there is. We'll make it. He's a dentist. Pretty sure he's a dentist. That's a different movie. That's, that's the movie The Dentist with Corbin Burdenson. That's a totally different movie. I could have swore he was going to be a dentist in this movie. I always thought he was a dentist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what? Well, all these movies came out at the same time. Like, it was the same theme. Like, it was crazy doctors all happened the same year. Where's the killer podiatrist movie? That's oh, what my I God. Know. Oh, the Sharapodist, if you want to go really old school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's the cops. There's well, okay, the, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. This is totally stupid. I'm only bringing this up because I'm drunk. Sorry, listeners. This is how it goes now. <laughs> what you don't pay for. Uh, Doug Shapiro, frequent guest of the show, was telling me, oh, it's so exciting. I'm getting to like, look, he's, he's not auditioning for Footloose, but he's working with students and they're doing some kind of student production of Footloose. And I said, oh, I hope they catch it. It's really scary to think of some like mad foot on the loose out there just thumping around. <laughs> I'm done now. That, that, that could be Dr. Chiropodus. That giggles. I got nothing. So I'm over here. Keep drinking. So there's the grizzled old cop that was like on on patrol. Duty. I skipped saying duty. On patrol when all of this, you know, Dr. Rendell Sr. stuff was happening. Then you got the young cop that just wants to get to the bottom of it. Uh-huh. But the, their only job is exposition. Exposition. Endless exposition. Endless exposition. Provide- exposition. And I just have to say, through this you get lots of flashbacks. Yes. Oh, to, yeah. to Dr. Giggles' senior days. Yes. And you see Dr. Giggles as a child. Yes. And I said, there is no way that kid <laughs> grew up into that man. No way in hell. There that is Michael no <laughs> way in hell that kid 
grew up into that man. And I know it's difficult to do that kind of casting. It's always a pain in the ass. But this was like, you're not even remotely close. We need a kid who's hideous. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that kid like was in mid. I thought that kid was pretty gross. Because that kid was like. Was, All kids was, are gross. He, Please continue. He wasn't gross in an overly scrawny way. But he was at that age where like half of your teeth are gone. But like those those teeth are your adult teeth are still growing in. That's a really gross time. For and too big for your head yeah yeah it was yeah. for me it was gross and, and the we'll kid is the creepy because the yeah, kid we'll wants get... to be a doctor so he's been performing surgery and all this stuff to animals sure because oh. that's the only medical training that dr giggles has actually had <laughs> yes well because i realized at a certain point i'm like he's not a doctor he hasn't been to medical. School. Hold on. Hold on. It's You're not a doctor? Dr. Giggles and he's not a doctor? No, he's Hold not on. a doctor Dr. at all. He's a doctor of philosophy. <laughs> he's just an honorary doctor from a college. <laughs> he didn't even really graduate anything. Wow. Spoiler. So, yeah, we have a lot of flashbacks. You have the, the, the dad being like, yo, mama's with the angels now, but don't cry. Because like, she had I mean, a heart condition. She, That's much like the heart condition heart. that our main girl Jennifer has, but she died of it. Her heart's broken, but don't cry. Just laugh like a weird serial killer. That's how you get through life. And so now anytime sad or bad things happen, that's why he's Dr. Giggles. See, yeah, that's why I said he should have just told that kid, when things are bad or sad, just start shimmying. And or now shimmering. you're Dr. Jiggles. Dr. Jiggles, of course. Because <laughs> he was a little chunky. He would have got some great man boob jiggle going on. And I'm not making fun of man boobs. Hey, everything, whatever, whatever you got. Let's you got get it, to jiggling. If you got it, shake it. <laughs> shake it, shake, shake it, shake it. the jiggling. And they still don't know. <laughs> they still don't know how little... Aaron Rendell Jr. got out of the house because no. nobody stoned him. No, they nobody don't. He just disappeared. Nobody stoned a child. So. No, that's right. They stoned him to death. How fucking yeah. biblical. That's right. I yeah. forgot that. They stoned, but nobody stoned a child. I'm like, so you're in suburbia. What stones did you have? Like, we're going to hit him with gravel from the driveway. <laughs> well, Jimmy Johnson down there, he's got a big rock. <laughs> he's got a big rock in his driveway by his mailbox. Sure. Okay. All right. Pretty sure it's granite, some kind of granite. Uh, carry granite. If we take the doctor and throw him at the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Put your head on oh, this. Hit it on okay. it. Oh, they curbed Find him. The rock. Curbed him. So, so we get that flashback, and I forgot where else here. So the 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 so oh so he goes and he kills the boyfriend, the white boyfriend. The, the, ba- the black couple's already dead. The white girlfriend is dead. The, the white boyfriend is dead. He goes downstairs. Erica's, he- Erica's, da- Erica's mom is dead. We skipped that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cut neighbor's dead. Cut dead. <laughs> that was the only part I liked. That was the only kill I liked. Oh, we still well, the finger per nose. Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. Well, first he gives her the pill. Red pill or blue pill? Which one do you take? Playing a whole Matrix game on it. Matrix yeah, because I always not look at the pill I'm about to take. And doesn't... I mean, okay, so my mother's a nurse, so maybe she'll write into you, Patrick, but she yes. wouldn't it take about 45 minutes for that capsule to, to, to dissolve and be in your bloodstream? It wouldn't be like, oh, I just took it. Uh-huh. It would take a while because it has to... That, that Unless it was filled with that green plastic. stuff from the syringe. Right. Uh-huh. But it still would take... Because your body's got to break down like that edible plastic shell. 
Uh-huh. And, and then the, the edible plastic shell. Uh-huh. Sure, uh-huh. Sure, uh-huh. It's a technical uh, term. I burped. It's a medical term. I'm just going to keep burping into the microphone so like Eric, a professional. So, so my, my other favorite bit about, we talked about Erica and Erica's mom dying, right? So my favorite bit is she goes to like, Erica the dog is outside and Erica's mom goes, Oh, won't you learn how to use the doggy door? Because the dog is just no, outside No, but she barking. said it in bitch voice, which I guess is what Allison used because that's what she is to me now. <laughs> <laughs> learn how to use the doggy door and so th there's the dog and now the dog's in the house and then dr giggles kills her mom and instead of like defending the mom the dog goes out using the doggy door yeah, the guess dog i pulls... learned how to use it now bitch <laughs> the dog pulls a total cat maneuver <laughs> <laughs> i went out that doggy door screw this the only person to survive the movie dr giggles erica the dog <laughs> There was the other survivor, Stu's little brother, the Mario. That's Mario. true. That's right. true. Because he's just like, terrible. not worth it. Yeah, he's like, ah, I'm not even going to bother with that this. That got a laugh out of you, too. That Allison. did. Because I, A, I love Dr. Mario. And that kid did have like the blankest, a dirt face on yes. playing that game. And then he just goes, terminal. Amazing. Great writing. I and, loved it. Uh, and this was, like, this was like shortly after the doggy door thing. So I was like already like mile high with the laughs. I hate you. <laughs> he, um... Who's he? Dr. Giggles. Mm. He... I was going to say he tries to steal Jennifer because he finds no. out she has a heart condition. No, he yeah, goes but to no, no, because we have right. a whole thing at the, at the fun house now. We have a fun house. Right, he tries to steal her in the fun house. But yeah, but we're at the fun house. Girlfriend. We're at the fucking fun house in the house of mirrors, and we get a house of mirrors montage. It's, it's right not a cleaning montage. montage. There's no cool music. <laughs> There's no choreography. But it was the closest to a montage that we were going to get in this movie, and I was going to take whatever I got. This is like they're trying to be fancy this, right now. This really was the low point of the movie for me, was this really stupid, drawn-out funhouse thing. And the end was the worst. Layla's Labyrinth is what they called it. Uh, yes. Uh -huh. I know this because I thought, oh, like David Bowie's Labyrinth. I'm like, I called it Allison's asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, it is quite. Everyone's lost in it. You want your end, you can't get out. <laughs> very twists and lots of twists and turns. Uh, well, people don't know. I mean, a lot of people don't know that there are, that, the, that the, with the large and small intestines combined, it makes up, what, like 357 miles of intestines in the average human body. I'm going to keep drinking. How about well, I think I think if you take your intestines out and you like sew them together and make unspool them really them. Like, yeah, unspool them. That's you, 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 you can climb to the moon. Yes. And that's what, I've heard this. I've heard this. Scientific fact. Fact. So Ted Danson says yes. <laughs> fact. Ted Danson loves selling vodka. <laughs> Anywho, so there's this very, very low point with the House of Mirrors, which is stupid because, okay, wait, hold, hold on. So what I don't get is, so she goes in there trying to run away from Max because bad friend brought her to see her boyfriend making out with slutty friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so blonde with two lines, like, came to, to ruin the relationship by right. what was and going so then, on when I just blew a saxophone. A saxophone girl. And not so, to make music. Right. So she runs into this fun house and Max chases her being all like, I love you. I didn't mean for that to happen. What did you think to happen? Did you try to like put it in her purse? I don't I understand. I just tripped and fell into her vagina. It happens yeah. all the time. Where were you trying to put it? Her purse? Um, that's a friend's line, by the way. Thank uh -huh. you. I did not think of that myself. Uh -huh. But there, Jumping, there's a, there's uh -huh, a low point. Continue. There's a low point with this fun house shit. Fast forward. All I know is he gets her. Right? 
He gets yeah. her. Well, you d- d- we got to mention the worst kill in the entire movie, which is when Slutty Girls dies with an oversized cartoon Band-Aid. Yeah, yeah, out of Acme. Oh, right. From Acme Factory. What the fuck was that? I said, where do you get... I mean, uh, granted, I realize this is your dad's stuff, but where do you get a yeah, giant Band-Aid. bandage? Where are you carrying that? And the thing is... When the when the body is revealed, it, it's put over her mouth so it suffocates her. Yeah. But when the body's found, she's a good, you know, foot and a half off the floor. So I said, okay, so somehow Dr. Giggles held you up on the wall <laughs> and neatly put this bandage across your nose and mouth with the other hand. With no help. No. And then when they when you find and they do a big close up on her face and they did nothing. I'm like, okay, suffocation means you're gonna have what do they call it? When you're when you're the, uh, the blood vessels in your eyes rupture, you should be mm-hmm. bulging. Because later on asphyxiation. Yes. Later on, somebody gets something like that with a blood pressure cuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Blood pressure cuff. And there are like veins popping out all over his face. And I said, This is when I think this got edited. Mm. This was a reshoot because Probably. all she's got is like some like Debbie Gibson's electric youth eyeshadow. <laughs> kind of lightly painted around the bottom of her eyes because it was all pink. And I was like, and when I came out, I was like, okay, Debbie Gibson's conjunctivitis look. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm hilarious because I could say that because I went to the prom with her. But anyway, it's another story. Please continue. <laughs> so he almost gets her, but she like beats him up a little bit and she gets away and she gets hit by a cop car and uh-huh. that's a cop car driven by the exposition correct police. correct so they take her and <laughs> they take Put her hands up as the exposition police oh but. shit <laughs> oh shit Everybody drop your drop your drugs hope oh, you, you didn't put your name on your bag oh no i'm going to tell you a story about my about my childhood <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the town that I'm arresting you in? Well, back in 19. 19- Do you know how's your how's your heart condition? Oh, just like Rendell's mother, right? Uh-huh. Same thing. Uh-huh. No wonder. So Max and her get taken to the police station, uh-huh. and she's like, "Oh no, she has this heart condition. She has to go see her doctor." So they take her to the doctor, and Max is still in the. Um, police the police station. And then he kind of befriends young cop and is like, no, I think it's Rendell Jr. And uh-huh. the, the, the young cop's like, I kind of do too. Let's have a buddy cop comedy here and let's start looking this up. Well, old cop just told young cop the story about him finding... Let's start him. looking this up on Ask Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> on Lexus Nexus. Um, I just found Ask- Dr. G- I just found Dr. Giggle's Geocity site. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean Geocity? <laughs> Wait, is it supposed to be pronounced Geocity? We pronounced it Geocity because it rhymed with atrocity. Ah, okay. All right, all right. I, I can see like that. that. I can see that. So the so, kids out there are like, what's happening? <laughs> I prefer. I don't know what pile. anyone's talking about. <laughs> dog so, pile. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Pile. So she's now at her doctor. He's in like the buddy cop comedy. They're also now we also have the third uh, storyline with the dad. Uh. Now the dad and slutty girl. Now so Doctor Giggles is like, well, I didn't get her, so I'm gonna go after the family. So well, he's already said he wants revenge on the town for what they did to his dad. Yet somehow the only for the most part the only people he kills are this girl's friends and her family. 
He's got a whole town to pick from. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, this is how it's all playing out. But you're right. He winds up at the house. I forget why he picked the house. I don't know why he picked the house. I forget. But, but I forget. slutty girl, slutty, slutty stepmom is there. Slutty girlfriend is there. That'd be Michelle Johnson who gets her tits out in every other goddamn movie. She but does not this one. <laughs> and and dad is like, I have to go try to find Jennifer. And, and she's, rightly so. And she's like, well, I'm sick of your daughter, and I'm not looking for her. You can go do this on your own, old man. And so I remember when she was a freshman and I was a senior. senior. Thank you very much. And now I'm going to eat some ice cream. And when she took out that ice cream, I was like, you need to adjust the settings. Yes, <laughs> it was the most melted. And, and she takes this carton of ice cream out with the lid already off, by the way, and just, like, dumps it into a huge mixing bowl because it's so melted. And she just takes a, the mixing bowl with a whole carton of ice cream in it and then by the time she gets up the stairs and sits down on the bed it's gone like she ate it all fatty ate it all she didn't eat it all because she threw some on the mirror oh yeah there was that little bit on the mirror and she tries yeah, to which disappeared it. in the next scene when dr giggle showed up because yes. yep. like in the midst compl mirror is completely clean right now completely clean Reshoots. I really I'm telling did. you, this thing is no, very true. I'm telling you, it's got to be filled with reshoots. I tried to Google this. I did try to do some research because I was determined to find out if this thing, if the sensors had got to it. Because it just seemed to me that something was missing. And that would Tits. be the gore. Tits. Tits. Tits and gore. And I couldn't find anything. But apparently, man, it's very likely that they just, they knew at this point in 1990. What was this, two? 1992. Yeah. 1992 that... You know, we can't do anything anymore. We got to play this really safe. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, but yeah, she gets liposuction. I really liked this kill, by the way. I did too. I just wish it was better. I wish it was better, but I really like this kill because he's like, ooh, Dr. Giggles. When I say he, I mean Dr. Giggles. He says, ooh, all this fat and sugar. Well, you are what you eat, you know. Don't worry. We'll take care of this. And he gets like a suction machine, and he shoves it down her throat, and he sucks out all the ice cream. Well, it's not just an ice cream. It's not just a suction machine. It's got yes. a fucking, like, whirling blade in it. It's, it's like a fucking, like, electric snake for your plumbing. Yeah. And he, then he flips that button on, and it, like, you know. This sucks. her inside. I know. This sucks. Yup, yup, and it sucks it all out. So I thought this was a good kill. And then the dad comes home, and the cops are like, hey, your daughter. So the, the cops leave messages. I love this kill, too, but it's not really a kill. So the spoiler alert, not really a kill. So the cops leave a message like, hey, Mr. whatever your name is, Jennifer's dad. Um, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Jennifer's dad. Mr. Jen dad. We got her here. Sorry, her, name, her name is Jennifer. Jennifer's dad. It's very strange. But please get this. <laughs> very peculiar name. But she. We have her here. We have her here. She's not in trouble. But we have her here. I'm dying. I'm dead now. <laughs> we have your daughter here. She's not in trouble. But can you call me? And it left yeah. a message. And then he goes, oh, fine. Okay, let me write this down. And then he listens to the second message. The second message says, hi, I'm the doctor. And I'm standing right behind you. And dear God, he was. He and he was. takes his little bone saw, or his cast. It must have been a bone saw, because his cast saw would cut through you. And he just yeah. goes, right across. <laughs> but again, no blood. No blood. There's, There's no like a blood. Little... He falls on the ground. There's no puddle of blood. There's nothing. There was a There's little no... puddle of blood. But there was not a puddle of blood, because was. I was paying. There was a little, there was someone in his shirt near his neck. 
There and was blood on the ground when Young Cop Blood on the saddle. Yes, blood on the ground. Now we're at Disney and we're going to get sued. We just went <laughs> yes, to the Jamboree. Yeah, you don't want to anger the mouse. Madden no, the mouse. No. So, so I thought this was a kill. Spoiler alert, it's not. No. Um, but he was. You on can't that kill the lead singer of Sticks that's not the lead singer of Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he, so he's not dead, and then the old man cop comes because he needs to figure. Oh wait, out it's Dennis DeYoung. Young. It's Dennis DeYoung. Krista Berg sang "Lady in Red." Hello, this is Flamdy Gargoyle. I told you that like forty-five minutes ago. Ah! <laughs> Lady in Red. Can I, I say, yeah. Lady in Red? They played that song at every dance in high school, and I don't understand. That's such a disgusting song. Uh huh. I say, don't play the Ferryman. That's his other song, and it's awesome. I don't know why they play. Because he's all like, ah, I can't really hit these notes. <laughs> no I'm all over the place because our tune's not invented. Yeah, we're not talking about Christopher. We're talking about the movie. Sort of. I'm doing everything I can to derail this conversation. So then old man cop comes to the house and he's like, oh shit. And then he sees I have Dr. to drop Wiggins. some more plot really quick. So I have yeah. to tell me something. I got to tell some more shit. So then he's there and he was like, he sees Dr. Giggles. And he was just like, I was there and I seen what you did. Yeah. I know how you got out of that house. Your dad sewed you into your mom. And it shows this grotesque scene where you see the you see the dead mom, right? Which is a prosthetic body with a prosthetic boob. With prosthetic tits. And and fake, prosthetic fake. bush. Only tits you see in the movie. Prosthetic bush as well. And all of a sudden- Actually, like, the bush was real. The bush was real. Bush was real. Yeah, bush is real. <laughs> so, he, so he pulls the covers back and he sees this body. And all of a sudden he sees like the belly moving and the hand, hands on the belly. And then you see a scalpel jump out of the chest and cut the body open. And this creepy child covered in blood just being like- Naked, 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 naked. No, naked. he wasn't naked. He was in his tidy whities I looked naked to me. He was in his tidy whities oh, He was in his tidy whities Tidy whities And he's like, ah. I was jerking off, so he was naked. Oh my God, cut that out. <laughs> Jesus. This turned left. Edit that out, James Gunn. Yeah. And-, and so you find, but here's my question about this: How did they move the body into the morgue for young for for young old grizzled cop? But they didn't realize there was another human being. They're like, wow, she was there. she must have had a big lunch. <laughs> she must have ate a big party sub. Because seriously, you no. didn't notice that. How did he sew him in? Because it wasn't on the front. No, Mickey, that's what I was going to say. There's, they said three times that he sewed him into that body, and there's no stitches on the body. Was it like out in the back? He like through the sewed butt? him in through the butt. <laughs> I like how we both went for the butt. <laughs> you so went for the back. I went for the butt. So the corner uh, butt, corner butt boy, but but boy, it's huge. Just get in there, but boy. But first, but first, Julie Chen, but first, but so, first, thank you. <laughs> so we find oh out that God. that's how they snuck him out, and this kind of traumatized the old grizzled cop since he, he was a young drinking that night. He hasn't drank in thirty five years, and he still has that bottle of booze he was drinking before when this uh -huh. happened. And so finally, you know, he, he gets stabbed in the back of the head with a needle, and then he, he has the wherewithal to shoot Dr. Giggles. Uh -huh. So Dr. Giggles is now injured, and Dr. Giggles, like, runs on off and 
perform surgery on himself to get the bullet out. Which is the gory, uh, the only gory part of the movie. Yeah. Yep. It's the he was only like, genuine gory smart. part of the movie. He was giggling like, the whole time, and it was kind of disturbing to see it somebody was. doing surgery on themselves and on giggling themselves. the whole time. Yeah, and it was like the Pillsbury Doughboy giving himself surgery, and he gets he gets the bullet out. And I'm jerking off again. What? And <laughs> what just happened? I, I hate you. Um, and so then he somehow he I, I'm jumping around now. He gets he he he, he sews himself up, and he gets Jennifer. Right? Am I missing yeah. anything in between there? No, no, no. He, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, because Jennifer has to go to the hospital now. Jennifer is 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 yeah, like they have to do surgery on Jennifer. Like she has right. exerted herself to the point where like we're gonna have to do the surgery right now. So we have she's to monitor on you. the table. She's got the mask on. They said count down from. No, we're not there yet. No, we're not there oh, yet. Oh fuck you! All right, please. First, first I'm she's just getting, to, oh god, she's getting monitored. <laughs> you will not rob Allison of these moments. No, because we. <laughs> still have to get to like the leaky it's basement the show. Ba, 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 da. it's the allison show please continue yes the leaky we haven't even gotten to the leaky basement yet so she's she has to go to her doctor dr giggles after his surgery shows up tries to kill the doctor the real doctor doctor fight but then there was a doctor on doctor fight oh no and he almost kills Dr. Giggles, but not quite. And this is where the modified blood pressure machine yeah. thing comes in. Yeah, he straps it around his neck and kills him, him away. So now he gets Jennifer. With cool special Jennifer. effects that didn't happen earlier. Right. Yep. That was pretty cool. So then he takes Jennifer to like this creepy basement, which is leaky. And this is where we see that all the bodies of the people he's killed, he's put in the waiting room. A very modern waiting room for 1959 to have this thing boarded up. And it's like this 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 doctor's office in his parents' ba his dad's basement is huge. It's got like six exam rooms, a full operating leaky basement, a Which, waiting by the room. Way, wasn't leaking 20 minutes ago when he took a bullet out of it. But himself. it was crazy leaking. But I like their commitment to detail because there was a sign there in the waiting room that said payment is expected at the time services are rendered, which uh -huh. you see in every doctor waiting room. Sure. So I thought that was a little a nice little nod. Mm. And are you having another beer? I just walked and wandered away for like three minutes. I'm back now. <laughs> uh -huh. So he's trying to like find the perfect heart for Jennifer. And he's got like. He's got that bucket of hearts. He's got a bucket of hearts. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And he, you know, this one's too Even big. None of, the, none of the bodies have holes in the chest. This one's just right. Right. But they're all sitting in the lobby. All these dead people that he's killed are sitting in the lobby. Somehow Max and Young Cop find where they're at, figure it out, and they well, go to the house. Young Cop goes to Jen's house, finds her dad, who's not dead, yeah. next to the dead and body. Says, and says, yeah. doctor. Well, he first says a doctor, and Young Cop's like, yes, I'll call you a doctor. And then he's like, a doctor did this. And that's what's like, creepy Dr. Rennell Jr. And oh my God, my partner's dead. So then they realize they have to go to the old creepy house again. They have this huge fight in there. They puke in the lobby because he's like, bleh, bleh. he pukes uh -huh. in the lobby because of all the dead bodies. Uh -huh. And he fights. Because this kind of thing doesn't happen in Hartville or wherever the fuck this thing takes place. <laughs> more high. More high. More I high. want, I wish I was more high. <laughs> so they're in this leaky basement. They're fighting, fighting, fighting. They figure... Well, Dr. Giggles has also stopped Jen's heart. Yeah. Basically put her out for right, a To do a heart transplant. Uh -huh. 
And so then they like wake her up. He starts doing like mouth to mouth, which is the sexiest thing that happened in this whole movie, to be honest. Because uh, it was not a sexy movie. No. Um, and I mean, you so far we've had. Oh, I'm wearing my. Yeah, I'm wearing mom's sexy, lingerie. Sexy pink ice cream. Hello. <laughs> I'm wearing mom's lingerie or dad banging slutty stepmom. I yeah. mean, like, oh Billy, oh Judy. I don't know what their names are, but I'm Tamara just making them so. And Jen, Mr. Jensen. <laughs> Mr. Jensen. Oh, Mr. Jensen. It's very formal sex. <laughs> very formal sex. <laughs> so he stops her heart. They start doing. So mouth wait. To mouth. So wait. So <laughs> So his name is Mr. Jet's dad, Jet's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, Tamara. Oh, it's a Jet's dad. Let's just give her extra loud in case your daughter comes home. Oh, yeah. You mean Jennifer Jet's dad? <laughs> Jennifer Jet's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. It's so hot in here. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Please continue. Okay, so her heart is stopped. Um, young cop does mouth to mouth. She wakes up and he's like, D- "Don't say a word. I'm gonna get you out of here." But of course, she says a word and moves. And so they're fighting, fighting, fighting. They're she trying just to say a word. She like gets up. And is like wandering around. She like gets coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got a Starbies. <laughs> She makes some sandwiches just for you. <laughs> yes. Well, she's like, I earned this Starbies. <laughs> I've had a rough day. I've had a rough day. It's pumpkin spice. It's PSL latte time. Oh, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so finally, like they're fighting, and they think they killed Doctor Giggles because like stuff was leaking, and then it was flammable, and yeah. it lights yeah. on fire. Uh, hold and- on, I want to call time here. Because I have to say, our little deputy character mm-hmm. should have lived. I forgot he didn't. That character yeah. was strong enough. Yeah. He was much strong. He was a much stronger character than her boyfriend Max was by a million miles. That character deserved to live. Yeah. Max should have bit it. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. I, forgot I mean, granted, he, he bit it after, but not. But <laughs> well. Oh, you're so oh, mean. Oh, I'm so mean. I know I'm mean. But no, that character deserved to live. Again, it was black character literally black sacrificing himself for a mm-hmm. white bitch. Because even like at, the, at that moment, like the, the, the deputy and Dr. Giggles are fighting. They're ch- the other two are trying to get out. The young, the young couple are trying to get out. There's a briefly established rickety staircase mm-hmm. that they have to get up to get out of this basement. The staircase collapses. And... They're like, okay, we can do it. Max is like, we can still get out. We can make it. And he goes out. Like, ladies first, dick, get her up first. Well, he's got to pull her up. All right, he could have pushed her up. <laughs> Dude, he, this man is milking only- his injury that he got when Dr. Googles hit him with a golf club. I've never seen anybody milk an injury oh, yeah. this bad. He got one smack. I'm like, bitch had her heart stopped. She wins. Yeah. Push her up. Push her up. No, but we had to get some upskirt of her, though. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole reason for that, and I was like, yeah. "This is why I hate horror movies sometimes because that was just <laughs> gross. There was no reason for us to have a shot totally up this sick girl's nightgown to see her panties. That's just nasty." We see Mr. Her boyfriend later. He got a bone saw to, to the, the gut, and he is in better shape than Max and his goddamn golf club injury. Yeah, he got hit with the golf club. In well, the you know, club. granted, he didn't use that eight iron. He should have. I did. Said, I, I did like that pun where he goes, "Time to do what doctors do best," and then it just shows a, a shot of him looking in the golf club in bag. Golf I was club, like, yeah. "All right, that's funny." 
damn you, it's funny. <laughs> and he gets hit once, and he, like, takes a fall. Ow, ow, yeah. ow, ow, I'm bruised, ow, I he have was, a bruise, he ow. He was way overselling that right there. Uh-huh. And um, so they, they, they get up the stairs, they set the house and well, the house, the yeah, house well, the house, blows up. Yeah, the yeah house there, there were oxygen there. tanks involved, and there was a fire breaking out. And it was just a matter of time before the oxygen tanks. Yeah, and so they explode. Wow. And my favorite, my favorite, 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 favorite part of this movie. Was when they the hit the ground three tanks. different times? Yes, but <laughs> before that, it was the fact that when the house blows up, Max does, like, this crazy, like, jump, and she's just like, oh. Uh huh. He's like jumping in the air, like action hero style. Uh huh. Like, he's he, yeah, he's totally like Bruce Willis dieharding yes. it. Yeah. Yes, action style. And she's and so, like, I have a heart condition. I was just, dead. I was literally dead like five seconds ago. Right. Could you maybe like push me first? <laughs> right. So we get to the hospital and we think, okay, Doctor Giggles is dead. He blew up in a house. Well, of course not. The credits aren't rolling. Credits ain't rolling yet. So they're at the hospital and they're like, oh my god, all of this stress has collapsed her valve. We need to do surgery right now. And they're getting around the surgery table and they put the mask on her and they say, count back from a hundred. And that's when disfigured Doctor Giggles comes in. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you, Brian. Brian sneezed so hard, his headphones came I heard off. that. <laughs> his nose flew off. It's Claire Custerone. Excuse Logan me. Hold on a second. Louis Logan Pants has taken his nose. <laughs> He's Ramona's like, I'm Ramona. So... <laughs> So she, so they have no idea. Doctor, they have no idea. Please continue. Please disfigure Dr. Giggles is here and he wants to still do surgery on Jennifer. And she, in her still anesthesia mind, has enough wherewithal to somehow get away and lock herself into well, a room. Yeah, I caught that because I'm like, normally. I mean, I know when I've been in that situation when they said count back from 100, you get to like 98 and you're out. You're out. Yeah, 97. I'm assuming he got dis- the doctor got distracted and didn't do what he was supposed to do. Must have. And Must granted, have. His, the rest of his team is dead at this point. So yeah. the anesthesiologist right. is probably dead. But whatever. But he might have noticed that. I'm the only one in the room. Yeah. And, Maybe uh, I shouldn't start doing this right now. Maybe I should wait for the rest of my team. But no, he didn't notice that. Right. And then Dr. Giggles shows up and he just stands there like, hey, who are you? And then just stands there where he takes out all these horrible weapons. And the doctor just stands the there doctor. like a complete douche. I'm her doctor. Yeah. So he dies because he, Dr. Giggles kills the anesthetician. Got shot in the face with a, with a harpoon that's, type. That's for your nails. Anestheticians are for nails. This is an anesthesiologist there we go. is the word I'm looking for. So the anesthesiologist bites it. She well, that might have been an anesthetician. <laughs> they do like might have been a nail, nail person. I can't speak now. I'm, I'm done. Care. I'm done. I'm done. We're almost through. We're so close. I'm like breezing so through gross. this end. I'm tired. Oh, God. God. So he, I'm lying so on the floor right now just saying <laughs> she, she has enough wherewithal to get away and lock herself in a room. Dr. Giggles chases her, gets into the room. She still has enough wherewithal to take, like, bottles of, like, alcohol, throw them on the ground. And an ending stolen from Friday the 13th, the series, but yes, please continue. Takes, like, two defibrillator paddles, puts oh, it on the shit. ground, mm-hmm. and he gets electrocuted, and then... But he still has like that jerk moment where he grabs her because there always has to be one where yeah. you think he's dead and he jerks back to life and grabs her. And I'm pretty sure she like puts like a puts one of his own medical devices up against him. And I'm pretty sure she says something to the effect of like, take, take two and two call, and me, call in me in the morning. morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She uses 
the two things he has. And she shot him in the boobs with his own devices. So then he's so then he's really dead. And no, because he had to look. Oh right, breaking the four minutes looking directly into the camera to say, "Is there a dark tour in the?" Spit it out, Doctor Giggles. And then they started playing house music, and it was great. <laughs> but I, that breaking the fourth wall, I thought was kind of funny. I liked it. Yeah, I'm and then a he sucker falls for it. Forward, pushing all his sharp instruments through his entire body. Yep. Yeah, yeah, with the most gore in the movie. Flash. And, Go ahead. And then, cue literally music from Doogie Howser. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is a little because we're, we're in the hospital after uh, Jen's had her surgery. And everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Except everybody's dead. Yeah, all my friends are dead, but I don't care. But my dad lived somehow. My dad lived, and my boyfriend lived, and my boyfriend, the has asshole, cast on. has the gall to say, Way to start the summer, huh? I'm like, yeah, with all our friends dead, and you shacking up with some slut? Who's yeah, also dead. Yeah. Great way to start the summer. And then remember, I'm pretty sure... And then like 10 years later, she's like, remember that summer you fucked my dead friend? Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure it implies that they fuck there in the hospital because the heart monitor starts going yeah. really fast. So right I'm, after dad leaves the room. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure he whipped his dick out there. Uh-huh. Or, they, they, movie. Or, or, or they snorted some yeah. horse. Or, come on. Come on. They might have. They might have, but you know what, that's, you, that's you not know was on set. You know it was on set because there were certain points I'm like, look at his eyes. Yeah, poor guy. Poor guy ain't home. I know. Addiction yeah. is not funny, and it it's a very serious funny. thing, and it killed But him. that's the end of the but movie. But it's the movie. <laughs> it's the movie I'm given, so. Was there a sequel to this movie? No, there was not. It did not do particularly well. Really? It didn't do well at the box office? Well, I looked at it. It made like $8 million. Which is not that much. But then again, it probably cost like 25 cents. So I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. There was never Dr. Giggles do. I would have thought there was three, to no, be honest. There was not. You would be wrong, Brian. Brian uh, no. Polk. And, and I almost called you Brian Wolfer right now, but I didn't. Ugh, thank you. Insult. I know. I know. Oh, my God. No, I've met your mom, and your mom is definitely not Brian Wolfer's mom. <laughs> Your mom's lovely. I met her in Las Vegas, you guys. Yo, Linda, she's a peach. It was very funny because when I got to Vegas, I'm like, like th- I knew that th- these two were around. They had checked in. And I'm looking around. And they're like, oh, and our parents are around too. And they're going to meet. We're all going to meet in the food court. And I'm looking around for anybody I recognize. And then I saw these people. I'm like, well, those are the Pokes. Yeah. <laughs> because yep. they totally look like they, like, they feel like both, both of them are Brian incarnate. I'm like, wow. Holy shit. Look- so much like pops like given that i never actually saw brian or allison in the flesh before i was still like that's brian's parents <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i, I would have thought dr giggles 2 would have been a different doctor and then dr giggles 3 would have had the original doctor guy come back no, and you would be wrong because there was nothing no. else there was nothing else because nobody cared but it always seemed like there's because i worked at a video store for years yeah 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 and I always remember seeing these like horror movies that I'd never heard of because I was never a big horror fan. And there would be like usually three sequels, like two sequels to well, some sure. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's some shitty movies that get like 85 sequels, Mm -hmm. and you're like, how did that happen? Pumpkinhead got like four, and a comic book series. Really? Uh Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. I've seen that. I've actually never seen that either. <gasps> oh, that's our next one, Patrick. No, Sorry. No, Patrick. There's no boobs in that, Allison. Oh, it's no boobs in that. No, the only yeah. boobs in it are Lance Henriksen's. Mm. And the thing is, he's ripped in that movie, and it's kind of disturbing. So I'm like, really? Lance Henriksen's body is hot. Put a bag on that head. But that body is <laughs> smoking in this. It's really uncomfortable. Mm. And then the second one's called Pumpkinhead 2, Blood Wings. Blood Wings. And we all know what Blood Wings means, right? Yeah, I'm like... Yeah. But that's not what it means in the movie. And I'm like, How, you know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> you know what Allison, Allison, I just want you to realize that this movie did not have any actual boobs in it, male or female. They were artificial. There were more boobs at Brian's birthday party, and those were your debts. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I don't know I, why it happened. You, you know, your friend, your friend who I was rooming with. I want to say Casey. Yes, yeah, Casey. Casey. When, when, when him and there was the other guy who stayed for the night. Jack. Jack. They left. They were gone and realized, oh, somebody left all their pictures from the ice bar. <laughs> but there's six pictures from the ice bar. We went to an ice bar in Las Vegas. Please explain what an ice bar is to the people who don't know. It, it is a, it's a, basically a bar in a gigantic cooler. All the furniture, the bar itself, and the cups you're drinking out of are made out of ice. Yes. And they give you a nice big coat to wear so you can stand being in this room. Yeah, Exactly. I wound up with six pictures from that. I was like, oh, Casey, you left your pictures here. And he's like, I didn't leave any pictures here. I have six pictures of your dad topless. (laughs) (laughs) Allison Wacky. Allison's dad thought it was hilarious when they were taking pictures to take his coat and shirt off and hold a little sign that said, it's nipply. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you're welcome. But the thing is, his shirt was already off long before (laughs) that picture was taken. Like that didn't what was not on the table when he decided to get his tits out. Well, that's kind was of my not, fault. I was not complaining. <laughs> it was kind of my fault because it was Brian's birthday and I had. Oh, it was totally oh, right. It was totally your fault. Yeah, right. That conversation with the bartender. Please. Yes, continue. I. So I asked the, the, the like, hey, it's his birthday. Can they give him a shot? And they go, yeah. And they just start making. All of these shots for everybody. It was just supposed to be one. And it was supposed to just be one for you, but they start making them for everybody. And I just see this this bartender just keep pouring in flavored vodkas. No, but he asked you. He asked you a question, Allison. He goes, "Well, how lit do you want to get tonight?" (laughs) And I just go, "Very." And he just keeps pouring and pouring and pouring. But the thing is, is it was flavored vodka, so it tasted like. Fruits and shit. Yep. And I wouldn't goes, know because none of you fuckers gave me any. So. <laughs> what? Why did you not get some? I did not get one. Thank you very really? much. Really? Well, I, we were sharing them all. Yeah, because we only got four we glasses. Four. We got four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not get one. That's all what? I know. Because once, once your dad's tits got out, I'm like, I need to stop drinking because this <laughs> well, is getting weird all up in here because it's your dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's I think my favorite part maybe isn't my dad's boobs, but Casey comes up to me and he goes, Allison, I don't know if I should have any more. Like, I'm on that line. 
right? Uh-huh. His, I don't know if I should have any more. And I go, well, here you go. And then I hand him his little portion of the shot. He goes, what is this? And I just go, more. And he just kind of looks at me and is like, okay. okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And that's guy. why everything that happened that night happened. Yep. And I'm not going into details. I'm just saying there were true confessions that happened that night <laughs> that would never have come out otherwise. There was a lot of true confessions and a lot of drunk parents. <laughs> a lot of drunk parents to the point of uncomfortable. I'm like, I, I, I mean, I, I'm... I'm I love my. I love drunk parents. I love drunk parents. My mother is an alcoholic. I can't love drunk parents. Oh, I can't. No, no. I grew up with like. Oh God, no. Oh God. Okay, let me. I I mean, like sometimes it's hilarious. Like the great story. Like my friend, my prom date and longtime friend George Ann likes to bring the story up as much as humanly possible. Like I had friends over for a Christmas party when I was in high school, and my mom was blasted. And she's like, oh, my God, these kids are so nice. I got to go get them presents. And she went around the house and found presents for them. And my friends got, like, half-empty bottles of aspirin and, like, random shit. And my my my, my Georgian to this day, she's like, do you remember that night that your mother gave me a three-quarter used bottle of Estee Lauder youth do? I'm like, yes, I do. Thank you. That was wrapped up in newspaper and duct tape. Oh, what a night. I'm sorry. I'm not. It will all be in my biography. It will all be in my lifetime movie. Nancy McKeon will play me. It will be fabulous. Whatever. Vegas Uh, was fun, though. By the way, hi, Big Brother Mike, if you're listening. (laughs) What's up, Survivor Carol? And Survivor Carol. And we all know that Linda and Bill are not listening. Linda and Bill are not listening. No, that'd be Brian's parents. But no, no, no. I met everybody's parents. It was very... Very strange weekend. I loved every second of it. It was so fun. <laughs> Remember that slushy bar at Caesars? That we took forever to get to. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Num. 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 We spent so much time there. It was so great. No, no, it was a no, no we were at the shitty out. one that was outside. Then we realized, oh, the good one is inside. inside. <laughs> yeah. I got blasted off of that purple thing, whatever the fuck yes, that was. was that one was great. my favorite. That it was, was so great, that, whatever that purple thing. Purple, purple haze. haze. Purple haze, that's right. Thank you very so much. So good. So good. But we're so glad you made it out. It definitely was a fun time. Because we had about a good- listeners, you don't understand, I have known Allison and Brian for well over 10 years at this point. Yeah. April was the first time I actually <laughs> met them in person. Welcome to the internet. Like, we, yeah, we go way back. Because um, I remember when you were like, how do I do a podcast? And I was like, here's how we do our shitty podcast that you like. And I was and, like, that's stupid. I'm going to do it the right way. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But it was a good start. It's a good start. It was a, a good, good start. start. Well, and you know what? But the thing is, I just did a survey. Because I, uh, I, it just came to my attention. I'm like, somebody else did a survey in that. I belong. Okay, never mind. I belong to this podcasting group, Cut the Bullshit Podcasting. They're great. Mm-hmm. It's more of a think tank mm-hmm. of podcasters rather than someone like, "Hi, I have something to sell you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so every everybody in there is great and is always wonderful information. And somebody just mentioned, "Hey, I just did the survey, and this is what everybody found, like you know, about how people find out about my show." So I was like, "I'm actually curious. How did people find out about my show?" The two responses. That came up most often was not a living podcast, 
I heard you on Night Living Podcast, or I heard you on I'm Not Here to Make Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know why anybody ever listened to that shit. Because me. Because they're like, I wonder if Conchita Hassenpfeffer's calling it. Conchita Hassenpfeffer. Oh, okay. hello. My name is Conchita Hassenpfeffer. I'm here today to talk to you about the Dr. Giggle movie. <laughs> oh, yes. I didn't understand this movie at all. It was crazy. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, no. No. No, no, I would not let him do my gynecologicals at all. No, no, I would not even know. He'd be like, slide down on the paper. I said, no, Dr. Giggle, you go away. Not now, mom. <laughs> oh, so how many people had said, I'm not here to make friends? Two? <laughs> uh, there was about five. Oh, oh, hey, that's not bad. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was that, or they were like, oh, it was Drunken Zombie. It was, it was this. I was like, wow. Like, it, like, all, like whatever advertising I've done had nothing to do with appearances I've done on other podcasts. <laughs> Which is funny because now nobody asks me to be on their podcast because I'm considered the granddaddy of podcasts. Like, oh, I'm afraid to ask Pat to be on my podcast. Been doing this for so long. Like, I will do anybody's podcast at this point. <laughs> I'm so tired of arranging it, especially after this fucking event. I love this oh, event. Gosh. Allison. Yeah. I know I said this already, but it was off the air. I have spreadsheets. <laughs> I'm impressed. I mean, Spread spreadsheets are usually my jam, but. Sheets. Management. I can't cope anymore. I am juggling chainsaws at this point. I can't believe it has not caved in on itself. I should have kind of did tonight. But that's okay because it's fucking Dr. Giggles and who fucking cares, right? Nobody cares. Did they make a sequel? They made a, they made a sequel. That they, I mean, there's like 75 sequels to Children of the Corn for Christ's sake. That's what I'm talking about. There's like five pet cemeteries. What the fuck do we need five of those for? I mean, what's her name? What's her name? What's, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, South African actress won the Oscar for Monster, Charlize Theron. Oh, oh, yes. Had an early appearance in the Children of the Corn movie. Really? Whoa. Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. Really? Wow. Yep. yep. That was one of her first roles in the, in the States. Wow. Children. You know, all these movies, they always have, like, first-time big celebrities. You got Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox. Jennifer Aniston was considered for the role of Jennifer. Really? In this movie. Yes, she was. She auditioned for it. Wow. Wow. What was Courtney Cox in? Courtney Cox was in... um, she was in Scream, but that was no, long. No, no, no. <laughs> no, she was also in another Courtney horror movie. Uh, I have not heard of her in any other horror movie, Allison. Uh, I am not Googling right now. I can't Google right now because I can't type right now. Shut up. Besides Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I'm, I swear so she I was in another horror movie. I thought you were going to mention Renee Selwiger Renee and Selwiger. Matthew McConaughey. In, uh... Neither one of them were in that movie, according to them. Oh, yeah. Well, that Texas movie... Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw the Legacy. The Next Generation. Oh, The Next Generation. That movie, make, that movie makes no sense. That movie didn't even come out. Like, they filmed it. It didn't come out until after they became established, too, yeah, if I recall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is correct. It was shelved because the whole movie hinges on Matthew McConaughey having a remote-control robotic leg. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> penis. He also has that, but the movie didn't focus on that very much. That's life. <laughs> Speaking of penises, we had a, 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 a fun. Wait, what? We had a fun little thing we did. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> so we went to an independent. I don't want to know about anything about your sex life right now. 
No, was we it went a dildo? To... Was it a dildo? No. It's a dildo. It's a dildo. Nobody knows what it's a dildo is. <laughs> it's a dildo. We went to an independent wrestling show this past weekend in Chicago. Oh, shut up. We heard about this and you got gift. No, this is a different this story. This is the actual wrestling There were huge penises. Don't you want to hear? I'm listening. There you go. So there is this wrestler named Joey Ryan, and he is famous. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm Joey. I'm Joey Ryan. I got a Joey Ryan. Keep his his catchphrase is "Keep it sleazy," and he looks like a, 70s, he looks porn like a '70s porn star. And his move, someone will like try to like hit him in the dick, but his dick will like grab them and flip them. His dick. His dick. You have to look this up. You have to look it up. I'll send you the YouTube. Link. I will not look that up. I'll send you the YouTube. Link. I will not wind up on a watch. I will him. not. I am not going to wind up on another watch list. You guys. He dick flips him, and in in wrestling storyline, kayfabe, he he died, and at this wrestling show Aww. we were at, he came back. The return of Joey Ryan. He is still alive. Was it the res erection? It was the red. See what I did there? I like yeah, that. I am so funny. Well, the crowd so did funny. start chanting "Rest in Penis," um, which was a whole, which was not as funny as "Resurrection." Thank you, but it's a big, it's a big word for a crowd. It is a big <laughs> word to chant in a crowd. But when he was coming out to the ring, there were maybe about fifteen people in inflatable penises that came out to like line the walkway. And the audience was chanting, rest in penis. And then Joey Ryan came out and oiled himself up. And he flipped a dude with his penis and probably got paid a shit ton of money. But there was literally 15 people dressed in inflatable penises. Like human-sized inflatable penises. It was pretty awesome. Penis stories. (laughs) We should maybe edit that part out. It wasn't as cool as as I thought it was going to be at all. Either that or Patrick's fapping. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not sure what that noise is, but I might be fapping. Oh That's God. a song right there. I don't know what that noise is, but I'm fapping, fapping, fapping. <laughs> Somebody's fapping, who be fapping, you be fapping, we be fapping. Oh my God, Allison and Ryan, we have done this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours of Dr. Giggle. Wait a minute. Our commentary of this movie Almost was lo- no, movie. the movie was an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. We're, we're rounding out at two right here, aren't we? Yeah. Are we really? Well, you could have watched the movie and another third of it. Welcome to Scream Queens. <laughs> Don't you know we always go over? We're always longer than the movie here because we have to go into detail. We have to have tangents. We have to have random thoughts that have nothing to do with anything because that is the shit that they don't pay for. So, Allison and Brian, thank you once again for joining me. And thank you. Especially thank you. For helping out the kids at New of Alternatives. Oh, of course. Of course. Thank you for having us. Thank you for putting yeah. on this wonderful um, project that you're working on here. It's so great. And um, I give you full permission to edit this down as much as you want. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to be adding shit. <laughs> you're going to be going to this edit, and you're going to hear uh, research assistant Logan Pants meowing in the background as he has been. Um, yeah. Oh, we the Logan Pants. How's it? How they doing with that? Never mind. Never mind. We're gonna talk about that afterwards. Okay, <laughs> we're just gonna end this right now because we've done this. But before we go, Allison, yes. Ryan, I yeah. have one more thing 
to say to you. Happy Halloween! Ooh, I know you got so scared right now! Bye, guys! That, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, is going to wrap up episode 243. My deepest thanks to Allison Nowacki and Brian Poe for coming back to the show, for inflicting Dr. Giggles upon me. Hey, if I didn't like the movie, I had a good time talking about it, even though I broke my back putting the show together for you. I did it for you. No, I didn't do it for you. I did it for new alternatives. Get over your own self. I'm just kidding. And I think this might be wrong. I'm mean, This information I'm about to give might be wrong, but if it's not, what the fuck? I think Michael Nowacki, Allison's dad, is it your birthday? I heard a little birdie tell me that it's your birthday. And it's so happy birthday, Michael Nowacki. Thank you for giving us the gift of Allison. <laughs> and also, I mean, you gave you gave me the most precious gift of all. I've got six pictures of you with your tits out. I've got a picture of your tits for every room in my house with one left over for my car. And what greater gift is that? The greatest gift of all. That's not the right song. That's not the right words to the song. Leave me alone. My back hurts. So tomorrow... Thomas DJ is taking over. I'll probably do a little intro, a little outro, but not much. But we will resume the podathon nor as normally. Hopefully on Monday. I, I'm a little worried. If I didn't have this break, I would be very concerned about being able to finish this, about getting us to Halloween. But we will get to Halloween and we'll get to it together. Even if I have to hire Smoochie to do the editing for me, I will get this done. Uh, excuse me, this is Flemdegargoyle. I would like to remind you, Mr. Patrick, that it is I who did the editing for you. I do it. Flem, you sit on my shoulder while I'm editing, and you just talk constantly about shitting in my guest's mouth. Yes, I know. That's editing. Okay, whatever. So, please remember... That this is not just for fun. We're here to raise money for new alternatives to help homeless LGBT kids. It's getting cold. Winter is coming, as they say on that show. I forget what it's called, but there's a throne and they play games with it. Whatever that show is, I can't remember. I <laughs> uh, Please so visit bit.ly.sqponathon or http colon slash slash fundraise.newalternativesnyc.org slash sq and get us to our goal. We're we're so close. I could taste it. I'm I'm not gonna taste it because that would be gross. Money dirty. Ugh. Not that I'm seeing any. It goes directly to new alternatives and will be put to use immediately. So that's all awesome. And of course, the best thing you could do aside from donating is to share what we're doing. You've got if you're on Facebook, you've got that Bitly link now. That is the Facebook page right there. Just post it. All of the funds, practically almost all of it, has come from me sharing that post twice. Just twice as a general post has brought in over $600. 
think what you could do by sharing it once or twice. That would be amazing. So we're going to wrap things up here. Oh, of course, tomorrow, Thomas DJ is going to be talking about Twitch of the Death Nerve, which might be available on YouTube. I'm not sure. I'm giving up bad information. We'll just look around for I don't know. I can't possibly help you. I'm sorry, guys. I really have to go lie down. I can't yet because I still got to do all the unsexy podcasting stuff to get this episode out to you today. But once I do, I'm going to have lunch. I'm having lunch brought in today. That's for sure. I am ordering in. Yes, ma'am. And taking a big honking nap. So until next time, continue to make the world a little less creepy and a lot more fabulous. And especially for those kids at New Alternatives. Make this Halloween a little less scary for them. They have endured enough and probably more than you can imagine. And never, ever, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. Even if you have to sew yourself up in your mother's dead butt to do it. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs>